What's going on, everybody? You are now tuned into the Gridiron Guys podcast. I'm your boy, Sean Pesos. It's your boy, Russ Digi. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing out there? How you doing, my uh, good brother? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Man, I can't complain. Two wins. Back to back like Drizzy. <laughs> boy, y'all like it, man. <laughs> back to back like Drizzy. And, and that's, not a, that's not a joke either. Y'all are out here. Like, it's it's funny that y'all are out here putting it to your division rival. It's a whole new team, yo. <laughs> Don't know where yeah. they got these niggas from, but it's a whole new team. Yeah. We got about 15. We got a 15% shot to make it to the big dance. Yes, indeed. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do, man. Anything's possible. Kevin Garnett told you. Don't talk about Celtics to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't bang with them. I bang with KG, but I don't bang with them. That's it, man. It's just, man. Ticket ain't no Celtics, man. He's just, he just Kevin Garnett. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> so, uh, let's get this show on the road, sir. Uh, definitely. We didn't man. have helmet swings. We didn't have workouts. We didn't have propaganda. We had all kind of shit. Yeah. So, for those that don't know, don't give a fuck or bend under a rock the past seven days. Mm-hmm. It was a Royal Rumble last Thursday at the Browns Steelers game. Right. Now this took place. What, it was like 10 seconds left in the game on Thursday after the game was pretty much over? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much that. You so know. the Browns were up 21-7, I believe, when yep. the starting quarterback, Mason Rudolph, went for a screen pass. He got the ball off. Miles Garrett hit him, drove him to the ground, which is legal. They didn't call a rough in the pass or anything like that. And in right. the midst of that, Mason Rudolph won tried to tear Miles Garrett's head off. And then in retaliation to that, Miles Garrett tore Mason Rudolph's helmet off. And then while being restrained by two linemen from the Steelers, swung at Mason Rudolph because Mason Rudolph charged him. Sounds about right. And there's a big fallout from that. Mason Rudolph was not suspended. I'll get to that in a second. He was fined. The Browns were fined $250,000 as well as the Steelers. Miles Garrett was suspended for the rest of the year without pay. And Mike Pouncey was suspended for three games, I believe. Yeah, three yeah, games. It's, it's three games. So that is the rundown mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Let me make this point clear. Yes, Miles Garrett was in the wrong, but Mason Rudolph should also be suspended for being an instigator. I agree. I know you say protect the QB, but I guarantee you, had that situation been reversed and it was a Baker Mayfield, uh, Jameis Winston, uh, Cam Newton, if he was playing, they would have been suspended. Right. It wouldn't have been, no. oh, we didn't see him as the aggressor, the initiator, or whatever. He didn't play a big role in it. When the actuality is, in my eyes, he did. Because had he never pulled off or attempted to pull off Miles Garrett's helmet in frustration from him getting smacked around the entire night and having a bad game, this would have never taken place. I agree 100%. That's my take on it. Get Mason Rudolph the fuck out of here, too. All right, man. Uh, <clears throat> I look at it like this, man. 
I don't care that Mason Rudolph wasn't suspended, you know, because in my opinion, every time something happens to you in life, man, it's an opportunity to learn a life lesson. I always say that, not just to like my kids or anything, but just like people. Like, in general. If I'm ever yeah. Talk- yeah, if I'm just talking to somebody and we having a real in-depth conversation and like I, I, I feel like, you know, that person trusts me enough to know that I'm not trying to criticize them. I always try to look at stuff from different angles, right? <clears throat> I try to look at it to see, like, where was I wrong in a situation where I am deemed to not be in the wrong, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the life lesson in this whole situation to me very early was Mason Rudolph tried to pull off Miles Garrett's helmet and realized that when you threaten a man, you cannot predict the consequences, all right? I learned that life lesson, unfortunately, when I moved from Louisiana to Virginia at the tender age of six years old, mm-hmm. went outside to play with kids. We play in touch football and that shit would result in a fight nearly every week, sometimes two or three times a week, just playing with my mm-hmm. friends. Like you don't know fights aren't predictable. Like right. this isn't a sanctioned boxing match. When you threaten somebody, it can go one or two ways. It you can, can either kick chill. ass or get your ass kicked. It's fight or flight. <laughs> right. My thing is, people want to know if Miles Garrett snapped. People want to know if Miles Garrett... People people say Miles Garrett should have kept his composure and understood what was going on. When somebody is violently ripping at your head or neck area, some people aren't thinking at that point. They are doing and when it's, he grabbed him, at he that wasn't, point, it's survival mode. Right. And because he's a big man, a big hulking black man, people wanted to put him in a situation where he was in the wrong. It's not even about instigation or who started it to me as much as it is about his reaction was warranted in that situation. When people say, oh, my God, he hit him in the head with a helmet. What if it was three inches this way or three inches that way? What if he caught an eye? What if the crown of the helmet hit him? What if it hit him in his temple? What if doesn't matter? At the end of the day, that man felt threatened. He was retreating because technically he was getting pushed back by two Steelers and Mason Rudolph was headed to him. So he swung, which he happened to still have. He still had the helmet in his hand. So at the end of the day, you can suspend him for six games. If I'm Miles Garrett, cool. At the end of the day, I hope everyone in the world knows I ain't to be fucked with. And if that's the life lesson that he taught everybody, that's all that matters. And then they were talking about him pressing, Mason Rudolph pressing charges. I'm like, really? Pressing charges? Listen, man, I'm going to name these hoes by name. Stephen A. Smith, Louis Riddick, Damian Woody. All of those people, I don't care if they played football or they didn't play football. What I know is they didn't get into a lot of physical fights, like real fights, not football field fights. Talking about real beef. In the street. Where you don't like somebody and somebody don't like you. At the end of the day, when that happens, you'll understand what Miles Garrett did. I've been in fights. I've been in a lot of fights. At the end of the day, I got it. I totally understood it. You attack me, I'm just going to give you everything I got and we'll sort it out later. That's how fights work. If you attack me, (laughs) it's my life on the line. When my life is on the line, I'm going to do whatever I can to preserve my life. It's you or me, and it's not going to be me. So whatever comes from that, you better be prepared for that. Exactly. And I don't care what color you are. 
<laughs> Everybody it's operates that way. That's it. That's all to it. If you want to fight me, you must want to fight. Like, I'm not sitting up there trying to figure out if I should really go hard or not. Nah. Because ain't nobody going to ask you whether you're going hard or not. You're going 100% whether I ask you or not. And the only way you know that is if you've been in fights. You're right. (laughs) Just plain and simple. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, man, I know it's a couple of days old and people, you know, might have had their feel of what they thought about it. But that's how I look at that whole situation. It was a life lesson that Miles Garrett had to teach people on national television. Now, everybody may not get that life lesson, you know. Some people need that life lesson. Right. But hopefully you don't have to learn like Mason Rudolph's. That's and then Mason Rudolph tried to play victim. That's probably what pissed me off the most. Well, you got to play victim in that situation because you just got embarrassed the whole night. No. So while people are on your side, you got to roll with it. Man, own your shit. I mean, I'm a firm believer of that, but the person who's saying own their shit is also the person that would have been fighting. True. <laughs> so that's, that's what true. I'm saying. Like, we wouldn't be saying that about you. We're not going to say that about me because we would have fought. It would have been a fight. Had I been Mason Rudolph, I would have been like, okay, you know what? I pulled his helmet off in frustration. He charged at me. He did what he had to do. I take that on the shit. I shouldn't have done the shit. He reacted the way he reacted. It was in the heat of the moment. Shit happened. Nah, I already knew Mason Rudolph couldn't fight because you're trying to do that shit on your back. You already in a compromising position. And the crazy shit is, Miles Garrett was getting up off of him like, yo, I'm okay, play's done. And, and that's what pissed me off when I would see this shit on mainstream media. I first, the first thing I watched that day was Get Up, right? I, mm-hmm. I was waiting for Get Up. I actually watched First Things first. Um, but I, but it get, I was waiting for Get Up because Get Up usually has a cast of characters that I want to hear from. Mm-hmm. And Adam Schefter was like... Um, I really want to know what might have been said because what could it have been to trigger Miles Garrett to go off like that? And I was like, look at the fucking video. That's oh, the thing. They, they added the video. The only part of the video they show is him swinging the fucking helmet. Bro, I saw that shit so many times where he's like shaking. He's not like trying to get it off like pulling at it. He's violently twisting. He's yanking that shit. And they made it seem like Mason Rudolph was like 5'6". Like Mason Rudolph is like 6'2", 6'3", 230 plus. He's a grown man. Big ass man. Like he ain't no hoe. And that was just like when Max was making that point who eloquently has just been on a run this whole week. We'll get there. You know what I mean? He, he made the point to Stephen A. Smith. Like, Stephen A. Smith was like, Max, that's like you fighting the little six or seven-year-old kid over there. He was like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's like, that's a horrible comparison. Mason Rudolph is a big man, and it's true. But you can tell Max is very cultured and very experienced in life. He didn't just watch boxing matches. You can tell Max had been in fights before. Well, isn't Max from New York City? Yeah, Max used to rap. Oh, shit. That I did not yeah, know. No. <laughs> yeah, Max used to rap. Max and Sam, his brother who passed away, they used to be a rap group. Oh, shit, I'm at the YouTube that. Yeah, man. Max a real one, man. A lot of people don't know that shit because, you know, he speaks, you know, eloquently. But you can tell. You can tell by the hip-hop lyrics and shit that he knows. Right. And he really listened and studied the shit. But this ain't about Max. At the end of the day, man, Miles Garrett taught everybody a life lesson. You caught it, you caught it. If you didn't, you didn't. Hopefully you don't have to catch it in real life. There's been a lot of life lessons being taught this week. Indeed. So you want to take this next one? 
I mean, we can start it off, man. But you know what? I, I, leave me in because you're so eloquent with the way that you lay out the facts. And then I'll just jump in with my opinion. Okay. Well, let's, let's, <laughs> how can I break this down? So, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday of last week. A week ago today, my producer just told me, all right, a week ago today, the National Football League said, hey, everybody, mm-hmm. we're giving Colin Kaepernick a workout this Saturday. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring all 32 teams if they want to come, they're invited to come. We're going to pick a place. We're going to set it up. He can come work out. Boom. This yep. is a shock to me and everyone around me because, as we all know, the NFL is not fucking with Colin Kaepernick. Yep. That's the reason he went to his whole collusion case. So Saturday gets here. The workout comes. Now, mind you, I'm amped for the workout because I'm like, this dude's been working. I already know he's capable because he wasn't trash when he left, despite the narrative that people love to put out there. Because mm-hmm. I've been hearing this week that, oh, he's 1-10 in, in his last 11 starts. He got benched for Blaine Gabbert. Mm-hmm. You know, he had his worst season, and then he got injured, yada, yada, yada. But mm-hmm. there's that. So Saturday comes. I get an alert. Oh, he's not practice. He's not working out at the Falcons practice facility in Flowery Branch, Georgia. He's going to move the facility, the practice to another facility in Atlanta. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But I didn't know any details at the time. So I'm like, okay. My mind was, okay, they're moving it. Maybe to get more eyes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll just leave it there. I'll let you come in from there. All right. So the way I looked at everything is... The whole Colin Kaepernick situation is a multifaceted situation. That it is. You can support the cause. You can support the man. You can blame the NFL. You can blame the system. You can blame capitalism. There's a lot of blames that can come in, right? And there's certain sides you can be on. And I'm, I'm not one to tell you to pick any of those particular sides. Neither am I. What I will say is... <clears throat> My my fundamental thing is this. I'm never going to criticize a black man publicly for being unapologetically black. Right. Mm-hmm. The level of how black you want to be is totally up to you. And I don't say that from a, a code switching standpoint. And I don't say that as you know how the detractors would say being black is not a monolith. Right. No, being black is not a monolith. But being black is definitely defined, right? Like it, There is a definition to it because people treat you a certain way when you're black, right? And there are ways that you can act or hide or navigate to subdue or navigate to make yourself seem less black, however you want to interpret that, right? My thing is this. The whole point that I feel like everybody who's criticizing Colin Kaepernick is missing. Wait, 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 wait. Before we even get to the the criticism, let's, let's, let me, let me jump in and break down the rest of it. Okay, go for it. 
So he moved the workout. A. Because the league sent him over a waiver that they claimed was a standard waiver. Mm-hmm. But NFL players and former league officials said that is not a standard waiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL standards. So there's that. In this waiver, they said, oh, if you get injured, it's on you. Mm-hmm. If you don't get hired by one team, you can't sue us for not getting hired. Mm-hmm. So you can't say we colluded against you because we didn't hire you because we're giving you a shot. Right. I understood I kinda... that part. Mm-hmm. But then also the NFL said at this workout at Flowery Branch, you can have no media there. You can it's only our media. No outside media. That means none of your people, no NBC, no Fox, no nobody. Mm-hmm. We give you the receivers. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So from my stance, Colin is like Yo, y'all been BSing me for three years. You think I'm going to let you control this narrative? Right. Even though I do want to work for the NFL, I'm not about to let you screw me over and try to paint the picture that I wasn't ready or that I'm trash. Right. By having just NFL media there. No. Not doing that. Yeah. But that's and that that right there is the point that I feel like people are missing. And just to put it into my words, the way that I look at it is just I feel like Colin Kaepernick wants to work in the NFL being 100 percent authentic and true to himself, meaning he wants to be the Colin Kaepernick he has grown to be over the years. And he wants to be unapologetic about it because he is pro black, not anti white. Most and people right there, this is the problem with most people. They think yeah. pro black is anti white, and that's yeah. not the case. Right. And that's the whole thing, man. It's like they're looking at it from the standpoint that Colin Kaepernick is so pro black and so into everything that's going on with his history, his heritage, and his place in life that he obviously has to be against everybody else. And his position is not a for or against position. It's just a pride in who he is position. You know what I mean? Which should be, quote-unquote, American, because, you know, everybody can be prideful about where they're from. Exactly. And what their heritage is. Exactly. And so my whole thing with that is, I feel like a lot of people are missing the boat, and a lot of people are choosing to try to criticize him Um from the standpoint of they don't really want him in the league per se as that person, but they definitely want his talent. And I think that's why they went ahead and held that workout. Right. I think that was a call to arms because I felt like a lot of owners looked at the situation and let me, let me just go ahead and break this shit down all the way. Hold on, before, before you break it down, do you really think they wanted his talent? Because I'm pretty sure his talent was still the same. Yeah, they wanted his talent. Years. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why it's a deeper conversation and I don't want to get all the way off track, but this is what happened in the NFL. The quarterback position over the past couple of years has become more and more black, right? Correct. Like we've had more and more black QBs come into the league and have a place as a starter. But this is the first year 
where more and more black QBs are successful. And not only that, you're talking about the top four quarterbacks in the MVP race, arguably the top, the top four, but definitely the top three, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson is the one that they would try to argue, but he's still in the conversation are black, right? Correct. Okay. So now when Colin Kaepernick was doing his thing, which we've mentioned on this podcast before, because I'm a 49ers fan and Greg Roman was the offensive coordinator that he, he went to the Super Bowl, almost made it to another Super Bowl, rushed for 181 yards on the ground against the Green Bay Packers. And they're now understanding that they need that, right? They need that type of quarterback in the league. There are teams in here that really don't give a damn. Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions got an injury. Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. You could look at the New York Giants to say, boy, if we had Colin Kaepernick and Saquon Barkley, look what we could do. we could even cut to last night, the L.A. Chargers. Right. The Chargers, you got Austin Eckler, and you got Melvin Gordon, you got Keenan Allen, you run that with Colin Kaepernick. It's, It's quarterbacks now that are about to be phased out that he could easily take their place because it's a copycat league. And so that's why I think the workout was there. The workout was there because his position became more prevalent and his the way his style of play is is like it's accepted started. now. It, it's not only is it accepted, it's deemed successful. When you know just what I'm saying? 10, 15 years ago, Mike Vick was seen as an anomaly. A, not only an anomaly, but they've been they've been saying that it's not gonna work. Oh, he's not a pocket quarterback. It won't work. This isn't sustainable. So not only is it an anomaly, it's not sustainable because we haven't seen this before. Now it's starting to become the status quo, right? So now you get a lot of people out here, and I'm not saying people did this. I'm saying owners did this. There were some owners that's like, I ain't fucking with them. And I think those owners that ain't fucking with them, they feel like they don't need them. But it's a whole bunch of owners that need them. I would say about a good 40% of the league could use Colin Kaepernick right now. I can give, give it a higher number than that, about 60. For sure. But but just legitimately, like, unequivocally, just we ain't questioning it. 40% of the teams are going to be like, yeah. If you name that quarterback, you'd be like, yep, Colin Kaepernick's better than that guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, here's the thing. They want this man to come in and work out, right? Mm-hmm. But the owners who don't want him want to prove a point as much as the owners that do want him. So for every owner that's like, we want him to work out, that wants him, there's an owner that's like, all right, have him come in this week. Damn, that's short notice. I don't care if he wants a job, he wants a job, right? Wait a minute. <laughs> now, now you just reminded me of something. What's I up? also read some of these NFL players, I was on Twitter looking at it, some of these NFL players are like, two Saturdays aren't even the days for workouts. That's for Tuesdays, right. off days. Right. Exactly, because you're preparing for a game on a on a Sunday. Like and you're, you're sending out scouts to Sunday. these college teams, right? Because it's that time of year too. So that drew a red flag, right? So now you got this whole situation where you think that you're going to be able to put him into a box 
force him into it, right? And so you make the constraints so tight that you make him want to refuse the workout, right? Because that's what you really want if you don't want him in the league. You want him, you want to say, hey, do this workout. And then he says no. And then the world could look at him like, oh, well, you ain't doing nothing and you want to play. Why don't you just come to the workout? Well, you gave you Colin, a shot. You ain't take it. Colin, Colin knows that. His people knew that ankle. So the way they flipped it was the easiest way to be transparent is to have live video. There's no other way. Live is the scariest thing in the world for everyone, for comedians, for people on Broadway, whatever you're doing live and sports are always live. That's the way to show whatever mistake happened, happened. That's why referees get tricked up. Could you imagine the calls if this shit was taped? Oh, they would get that right every time. But because it's live, they got to make a decision. Right. So him choosing to live stream it was perfectly fine, in my opinion. Him choosing to move it to Charles Drew High School, which nobody is mentioning that, you know, that's a black historian. Like, Oh, oh, hold on. I went to a grammar school, Charles R. Drew. So I know. See? They not, so they're they not even catching the nuances of what this dude is doing. And that's what I mean by him being unapologetically black. So when I hear all these people, black men in media criticizing him, it's so many things that they're omitting. But my biggest my biggest thing with them is you're criticizing this dude for what? Right. You're mad because he did what? He was pro black. Because he wore a T-shirt, a Kunta no, Kente T-shirt. Who did Kunta Kinte kill? And, and like, who was Kunta Kinte this mass murderer? Like, you no, know what's bro. crazy? He, they get you mad about I mean? him wearing a Kunta Kinte t-shirt. But I found right. out today that Jim McMahon wore a, a headband that had Pete Rozelle on it. Somebody that threw games for money. But that's cool. But, yeah. but that's the whole point. I was going to get to that, man. White people can come in, and this is just not a shot at white people. It's but not, this we fuck it. with y'all, too. It's just some of y'all nah, don't definitely, fuck with. De- definitely. That you could wear a MAGA hat, right? People going to disagree with you, but they ain't about to call for your job. Yo, fucking Nick Bosa is out here wilding before the season you, started. Exactly. You could wear you could wear a Confederate flag. Ain't nobody going to sit up here and fire you, right? You could have the Blue Lives Matter cop flags or a Blue Lives Matter shirt. Ain't nobody going to sit up here and get mad at you. You can wear whatever you want to wear and nobody's going to sit up here and say you need to lose your job, right? right. Riley Cooper played for the Philadelphia Eagles, wide receiver, at a country concert, says, I'm going to jump over the fence and beat every nigga over there. Nobody wanted him fired. Nobody for, I mean, black die. people did. Black people did, but I'm saying like... Not even black league. people because the dudes on his team accepted him like, yo, he's our teammate. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of weak. And one of them people were Mike Vick, but one of those people yeah, was Mike Vick. That, that, you know. that hurt me with Vick. I mean, you know, sometimes people just get caught up in knowing people. But then again, but Vick ain't had no choice either. He wasn't in the greatest of light either at the time. But that's but that's what I'm trying to say, man. When you unapologetic about who you are and you stand up for yourself as a person, you just take what comes, man. And at the end of the day, I'm going to always have respect for a person that's doing that because either I'm doing that or I'm not doing that. But I'm not about to tear down another man that's doing that. Right. Stephen A. Smith. So let's get to him. All right. Let's get to him. Let's get to Damian Woody. Let's get to Shannon Sharp and all these people. Oh, I want to throw Howard Bryan in there, too, because he made a couple of points today that I saw. Yeah. And Max Kellerman. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. At the end of the day, when you say if he really wants a job in the NFL, you have to understand that he wants a job in the NFL being himself. He doesn't want to have a job in the NFL soft shooting for nobody. He doesn't want to have a job in the NFL, yes, son, for anybody. He wants to have a job in the NFL being himself so that he can have respect for who? Himself. Not if everyone for y'all. else can play in the league and be themselves, why can't he? Exactly. And so my problem with people like Stephen A. Smith, and you know it hurts him on the inside because he tries to defend it so much, is that people can see when he, I'm not going to call him a coon, but when he's cooning or some coonery is going on, people see it, man. Everybody ain't just calling you this shit because it ain't relevant. They call it because they see it, bro. You know, I just don't, I don't understand how black men can look at other black men and still to this day in 2019, almost in 2020, have the ability to still want to tear each other down. If you in your teens and your 20s, you don't know no better. But when you start getting into your late 20s, your 30s, definitely your 40s and your 50s, you you begin to have an awareness that you've been conditioned by society to want to tear your other brother down. And some of these brothers still do that shit. Like Stephen A. Smith said today, or was it yesterday? All you had to do was sign the waiver. Why? But I'm like, if you understood that that wasn't a standard waiver, that whoever you talk to in the NFL lied to you, and you don't understand that they lied to you about that, we got we got a bigger issue. But that, but you know what part of that issue is? Let's be honest. Stephen A. Smith just got a big contract, right? Making eight million dollars a year for the next five five years total of 40 million right mm-hmm. shannon sharp nfl hall of famer damian woody former nfl player espn one of the biggest nfl contracts right because they got monday night football they are in bed with the nfl and to a certain degree these are the guys that are going to speak up for the nfl if you notice they did not get any white dudes to come out here and really speak down on Colin Kaepernick and speak up for the NFL. They got black men to do it. Dissension within the dissension against your own, amongst your own. Exactly, because they knew that if they 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 got black men to do it, ESPN, Disney, Bob Iger, and them could wipe their hands of it. Like, nah, this is a black issue. See, y'all don't agree with each other. It ain't us pushing this on you. And that's the problem that I have with them. If Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, Damian Woody said nothing about it, what do you think we're well, talking about? I can't even blame Shannon Sharp and Damian Woody and Stephen A. speaking on it because it's a part of their job. They can't be like, oh, no, we're not going to talk about it. It's one of the biggest news stories. So they have but to see, speak about it. But the but way see, they spoke about it bothers me. But see, my problem, ain't, my problem isn't with the mentality that they have because I'm a firm believer that you don't have to agree with what Colin Kaepernick did. True. And what Colin Kaepernick did could have turned you off. My problem is publicly going against that man for what? Yeah, right? that, that, like, that what doesn't make you do look wrong? any better. Right. What did he do wrong is my question. If he did something wrong, I'm with you, bro. But what he did was opinion-based. You didn't like the way he handled the workout. You didn't like that he changed the venue. You didn't like that he was wearing a Kunta Kente shirt. And all the, of that stuff. And the fact that you pointed out that they're all like in bed, as you say, with the NFL – Right. Gives me reason to believe, like, oh, they're not going to point out the NFL's flaws in this. They're just going to 
one-sidedly point out Collins' flaws. But one-sidedly is 100% correct, and Stephen A. tried to tried to clear it up today, but you can tell that he was getting <laughs> force-fed NFL information stuff from his NFL sources, and then he was mad and tried to uh, throw shade at the credibility of Colin Kaepernick's team because he said, Colin Kaepernick's team was texting me two months ago, but I haven't heard anything since a day before the workout. Like, nah, bro, you can't just get on. He didn't even get on first take, bro. He couldn't wait until the weekend was over to put out a little live oh, no, video. I saw, I saw that ain't video. Nobody that video to you, bro. Yeah, ain't nobody trying to talk to you, man. Like, are you serious? You want Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick's team to hit you up right now after you've been bashing their client, their man, for the past couple of days? Like, no, they're not going to hit you with nothing because you don't believe it. But Max had that information, right? Max's sources said that. That's a damn shame that you got to give the information to a white counterpart, not because he's white, but because your own kind is in, a, in, in, your, in your corner. In fairness, right? Like not even like agreeing, but just being fair. You know what I mean? Like I said, and then Stephen, all and then Stephen had enough, to do was like, look, I was given the wrong information. My bad. It ain't even that's all. It, it ain't even that, man. Vet your shit. You talking about True. another black man on television, bro? If he, for everything he claims, everything he claims to know, he's been through all these hard walks of life. Black people know when white people catch the cold. White, I mean, black people catch a cold. I mean, white people catch a cold. Black people catch pneumonia. All that bullshit he be spitting, bro. At the end of the day, if you know that shit is that hard for a black man, all you have sure to what do you're is spewing is fucking talk. correct because you, you you got a big ass platform. Thank you. People that aren't That's tapped into this culture. Do are going to be like, oh, so Stephen A. said it, it must be true. And they're yeah, going to go on about their day. Yeah, and then he's going to sit up there and tell Max Kellerman, Max, you don't understand what it's like to be black, even though we support you and we understand everything you're saying. And Max busted him in his ass when he said, man, well, that's the whole thing. If I'm a person with white privilege, what am I to do with all this privilege? Tell you, oh, suck it up, black people, shit's the way it is? Or am I supposed to speak against that, speak loud and tell you why? When Max said he's wearing a Kunta Kente t-shirt, so what? I felt that shit, man. Because that's how I feel. But you know and what? That's Speaking supposed of to come that's from a how black you man. feel, we've got uh, somebody else that wants to tell how they feel. All right. Right now, I'd like to introduce to everybody listening, our brother, our family member, our producer, our guy. She Ali is now checking in to the Gridiron Guys podcast. This is a special moment here. Don't expect yes, this going forward because it don't happen. <laughs> but how you doing, sir? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Me just. He he, he, uh, he. For y'all that don't know, he's been chopping at the bit all day. Holding his takes all day because he knew we were going to get on his mic and talk about this shit. Mm-hmm. All day? Well, shit, maybe like all weekend. I don't know. I've been paying yeah, all too- day. <laughs> <laughs> I've been paying too close attention, but I know you've been you've been going. Let's go seven days. Okay, seven days. Let's go from a, a week ago today. Okay. When we heard this whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I... Instantly said when I get when I seen it, I posted and I said, I'm gonna wait to see how this plays out. Because right. the one because the one thing that I've and I've been campaign I've been saying this all 
day today. A lot of people are reacting off of emotion with this mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And they're not re- like they're not being rational about it. They're not like literally sitting there taking the emotion out because a lot of people are invested into this situation. Like they're invested in the cap. Right. Like I haven't watched football since he's been gone. Right. Some people can sit there and be like, oh man, like, yeah, I can, you know, it's like you. You've right. been very I've on been the fence. Like, look, I'm not even on the fence. It just no, 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 no. When when I say you're on the fence, it's like it's like you you support cap, yes, but you. It's like I still I still I, I, still, I still love the game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're on the okay. fence with it, you know. And and the same same with. And then some people could look at me like, "How you going on the fence?" Right, like, man. Right, and then same thing with with Russ. Like he's the same way. Right. You know. Well, can I can I interject one second? Mm-hmm. All right, I ain't gonna take up too much time, but <clears throat> I don't feel like I'm on the fence. I just feel like for every Kaepernick, there's hundreds of other black players that's playing in the league too, right? Like Eric Reed is still playing in the league, right. you know. And seeing that come from San Francisco and see what and seeing what it was just as a fan, I understand that there's other black players in the league that needs support too. So that's just my stand on it. I don't think it's like an either or, but I do realize some people feel that way. Right. So. And then with the cap thing, it's not like I'm supporting his movement of I'm kneeling in protest of police brutality. Right. It's not an NFL thing for me. Yes, what the NFL did was yeah. But I'm more exactly. looking at his movement. Like his movement had nothing to do with the flag or the NFL. Exactly. Something to do with forces outside of that. Yeah, but exactly. he's but Cap went, has been on record saying like in when he was when people were asking him about it, and he was like, "I'm not going to stand for a flag that doesn't symbolize nothing for black people." Right. No, and, and that's and that's what Sean is saying. Sean yeah. is saying that he supports that part of it, but it, it's not an NFL thing as much as it is a thing about our society and our country. Like I've been saying since the whole black ball collusion thing going. Like, okay, I don't I don't call it black ball. Well, I'm just saying that's what people. It's white calling. ball. Okay, but I've been saying <laughs> okay, what happens with police brutality once Cap gets back in the league? Is that going to magically end or what? What's the end goal right. to it? Mm-hmm. That was always my stance on it. Yeah, I yeah. want to see Cat back in the league, but is that going to stop people from us, that look like us from getting shot down in the street? I mean, there's that a, has nothing to do with the NFL. There's a lot that goes into that. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of theories, conspiracies that are out there. Like, okay, look at all the police brute. Look at all the police. Um, killings, killings that have taken place. Mm-hmm. What era did that happen in? Obama. Okay, your point. They're saying that well, that happened during his watch. Are it's not happening. Dropped- it's not. We have like in. Are they saying it dropped off since Trump got in office? I hate to be. I hate to be that person. 
Cause you know me, I'm the big. I'm far from a a supporter of that motherfucker. But have we seen any? We've seen we've seen killings. We've seen mass shootings. Yes, under his watch. Mm-hmm. Right. But we haven't seen any killings of unarmed black people under that watch. Both some jeans. It's the only one I can, that comes to mind. The only one. Out that, of that we know of, not saying it's not happening. That we know of. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, who was the one in Sacramento that got murdered in the backyard? Yeah, that wasn't under Obama. That was under Trump. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. So it's happening. But the but but the publicizing of them has is been, is died down. And, it's and not that's, it's not but out that's there. Social engineering. Yeah. So you got to. So we as black men know that though. Right. So when you, think, when you think about it, we know that. So my so my thing to get back onto this whole thing because <clears throat> that was about to be a whole another tangent for a whole different platform. Right. Um, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of want to touch on what a lot of how a lot of people are going at Stephen A. Right. Okay. Because I knew watching that live that he did. I can tell instantly right then he was going off of emotion. He wasn't he wasn't sitting there. He wasn't thinking about the whole thing. He went off emotion. Mm-hmm. You can instantly see this. And I watched it and I literally was like, okay, I'm not going to say nothing. My brother's talking about it. I was like, I'm going to send you the link. We'll let mm-hmm. you watch it. Brother kind of reacted the same way. He's acting, reacting off emotion. I'm just sitting there. He called me. Me and my mom is watching Hobson Shaw because she didn't see it before. So we're watching it. And um, he's like, yo, da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay. Just, okay. <laughs> All right. Just, okay. I I hear you. But mm-hmm. just relax. Chill out. Let it, let, let it marinate. Let it marinate. Because mm-hmm. we got all these different outlets throwing out all this information. Mm-hmm. Nothing is clear cut. Nothing is straight facts. Yeah, because they threw Jay in there like, oh, Jay's disappointed. But I'm going I'm, to I'm talk about that too because a lot of people, when they got that alert, mm-hmm. believed it. And that's when why? I didn't. I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You know Why? Because that's the characteristic of Jay. Jay moves in silence. Jay don't like Jay don't like shit going like if if Jay can't I won't say if Jay can't control it, but if Jay can't really be like okay, if this is this is what we doing, but we not we not putting it out there like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a characteristic of Jay that everybody knows. So the minute they leaked this or reported this, everybody hooked to it because they know that's how Jay rolls. I didn't know. I'm like, Jay, don't, Jay, like, what source are they coming from? Is that, but you got to look at from Rock Nation. You got to look at the elements that are reporting it. I understand. That's why. That's why. Whenever I see people post the shit they post, that's I, why I read the, the share. Source. I read who where that link is to. Yeah, who's it coming from? So when you start seeing things from like TMZ, which I have a, a take out. which I have a theory about TMZ. Um 
No, not today. No, it's, it's not. We got to get back to football. But when I seen that, I said, okay. And the first thing I said is, I can't wait to hear what Stephen A. Smith got to say. Because mm-hmm. I knew he was catching backlash this whole weekend. They were flaming him all day. And he was sitting there holding his tongue. Except for Eric Reed. Because <laughs> them two were going back and forth. But he, was ho- but he was holding his tongue as far as what he wanted to say to the audience. So he did on Monday. Right? Mm-hmm. And what he was doing on Monday, because th- I watched it. Like, I watched that, but I listened to um, Undisputed. Because mm-hmm. I can't listen to the first take podcast like the episode because they split it and they don't play they don't play the whole thing (laughs) right Right. but because I have ESPN on on demand I can just pull up the I can pull up the um the episode and watch it so I watched Mm it first thing I noticed as I said oh ESPN thinks they slick Mm -hmm. you bring Michael Eric Dyson on yep why you bring Michael Eric Dyson on? Because he is going to be the one that's going to drop the knowledge that's going to like diffuse Stephen A. Like the shit that he was saying is more okay, I I hear where you're coming from. And mm-hmm. then Stephen A's just on a fucking rant. Mm-hmm. Which makes Stephen A look crazy. And then Max is being the, the I won't say the voice of reason because I felt like Michael Eric Dyson was more of the voice of reason. I don't. I felt like he played defense. To a degree, but you also got to think about where he's coming from because his book is coming out next week, which is a book strictly on Jay-Z. Which is why he wasn't the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> so he's coming here to sell some shit. So, even if he wasn't, even if he wasn't, but it, she is right. He was there to sell that book. His own offenseness was strictly Jay-Z and Cap. Right. Yeah. Not the NFL. Right. So his whole take was that. So then I listened to Shannon Sharp. And like I told y'all in the group chat, I agree with what Shannon said. Because Shannon was more so like, he wasn't speaking from like an athlete's perspective he's speaking from the perspective of okay listen i've been vouching for you i've been riding with you from like since this whole thing i got into it with a best friend of mine <laughs> like me and my best friend went to war on set over right. this and you kind of like fucked up on your end because of how you dealt with it i said and you know Sean, you know, I've been, I didn't want him to come back. Right. And I, but I also said, okay, if this is really what he wants, if you, this is really what he wants, all right, cool. I'm going to let him, you know, I, I can't, who am that's I? That's, <laughs> well, hold, well, hold that, hold that point right there. Cause I just got a couple questions for you. One, when you didn't want him to come back, did you not want him to come back? because you thought he would compromise himself in some way, or did you not want him to come back even if he was full Kaepernick? I didn't want him to come back in all honesty because I felt like an owner will put a bounty on his head and have a player take him out. Okay. 
That was my whole thing. My whole thing was is I felt like somebody would. So you just fear for his safety. Yes. So are you saying that because you feel like he still would have been Colin Kaepernick that we know him to be via the workout and via the press conference after the workout? Or you thought he would have still come in compromised to a certain extent and then an owner would still try to take him out? No, I think he would have still been the same. Okay. Now, this is my thing. Do you think that that is... To me, I guess I'm going to just make a statement and you can react. To me, what's important about him coming back and being unapologetic and being himself is akin to what Muhammad Ali was doing when he was unapologetically himself and was just going against the times. It would have been a statement if he could come back to the NFL and just say, listen, after everything that we've been through, I ain't changed. That's an example that people can follow because unfortunately, a lot of our people are followers. Mm-hmm. And that's that, I'm, I'm gonna stop right there, but because I, I, I want you to keep going on, on your point. But I just I was thinking about that because when I didn't I didn't think he was coming back, but I did want him to come back as long as he was himself. Right, and I think that's what a lot like of people agree. Right. And and I think that's what a lot of people want. Like they they didn't want him to come back and then kind of like sell yeah. out. Don't come back and compromise. Right. Don't do that. Right. They want him to you come back and credit. still be the same, still take your knee, still do what you got to do, but still Even if he, even mm-hmm. if he didn't take a knee physically. Just be yourself. Like I want to start seeing you on outlets still with the I know my rights. Right. Still be super black. Even um, not to take away from you know what you're saying, but even on Speak for Yourself, LeVar Arrington was like, is he gonna come back with the cornrows or is he coming back with the afro? Because that says a lot. And he came out there with that damn fro. <laughs> he did. She was flapping in the wind. <laughs> and, and 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 I understood what he was saying as soon as he said it. It didn't have to be explained or nothing. Right. I got it. Right. Are you the Kaepernick that first hit the field or are you the Kaepernick that last walked off the field? Gotcha. And he was that same cap. But go ahead, my bad, bro. No, you good. <laughs> so once like that, like that was my stance as far as I didn't want him to do that because I felt like he was gonna get hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Understandable. So when I said I agreed with Shannon was because like like I said, he got into it with Ray and all this other stuff. And he was just more so like he jumped the minute they said, Okay, this is what's happening. Instead of being like, Okay, I'm gonna get with my team, come together, review all this stuff. Like we're gonna review whatever document or whatever needs to get sent to us. We'll get back to like But they we'll, did do that though. That's where the disagreement came from. But we didn't know about the disagreement until the day of. No, 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 no. No, I thought, I thought they, it was like they the day were, before. Yeah, they, the, well, before that, they reported it. Adam Schefter even said that they, that we don't there even was, know if this workout is going to happen. That was like Thursday. Yeah, there was, like, there was really? a mix. Okay, that was my fault. Like there was yeah, mixed yeah, things yeah. that was going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then there was like so much other elements that was coming in. It just everybody was throwing a lot of bullshit into the ring. Right. That might not have been fact, but skewed the whole entire So process. so then we get to the day of Did you watch the stream? I, I I'm the one that it. sent it to y'all. No, yeah. I, I, I saw it before you <laughs> yeah. sent it. 
I was watching. I was watching it from the minute I got on Facebook, and I seen some. I seen somebody. I didn't see somebody has put posted the link, and I was like, "All right, cool." And I sent it to y'all. So I watched yeah. it, and I was like, "All right, cool." Like I'm, I'm with it. Like I'm. That's my like. All right, he still got it. He's still showing it. All this other stuff. The aftermath. The, the post conference. Yes. Yeah, that's where I had a little. I was a little that disappointed with that. Is where I'm like, I agree Why? with Stephen A. At the end of it uh, today, what Stephen A. was saying today, I agreed with him as far as how Cap handled that situation. He could have said I'm, what he had to say, just in a different tone. You know, no, see, and that that's where I disagree, right? Okay. And this is, and this is. I, I I knew we would get to it through conversation. The reason why Kaepernick was defiant, not defiant, but adamant about how he felt was because I believe he held his own workout because he didn't give a damn about that workout. He knew that this shit was a setup from the word go. And the only way to make this thing backfire on them was to hold his own workout that same day. And give them the same opportunity that they quote unquote gave him. They gave him a shitty opportunity to come out there and work for him at the Atlanta Falcons facility. So he gave the NFL a shitty opportunity to come watch him do it. And the way that he pulled his trump card was the live streaming. So it's not that I can't work out. It's not that I can't throw. It's not that I can't do any of this shit. I was never lying about that. Y'all gave me some fucked up shit. So all he did was put everything that they tried to do to him in a, in a shiesty way back on the them. They send him a fucked up waiver, they amend the waiver and send them a waiver back that they ain't gonna sign. You give me a location, I'm gonna give you a location in the same state that you can make if you want to make it, but you're probably not gonna make it because you don't like the way I'm doing it. Just the way I don't like the way you're doing it. And I ain't gonna answer no questions from the media because the media is in bed with y'all more than they're in bed with me. So I'm gonna put out a message and a statement to let y'all know how I feel. Fuck this workout. He said everything but fuck the NFL. Pretty much. <laughs> that's, that's why I was mad. Like, like, okay, like, my thing was, I respect that stance, and the way you just broke it down makes more sense, but how Stephen A. kind of worded it was like, okay, but you're still asking them he didn't ask them for shit. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, like he that, still, hey. he still wants that job. He see, that's the thing, bro. He doesn't want the job the way they're trying to give it to him, and that's how Stephen A. That's how Shannon, and that's how a lot of people are trying to phrase it. It is different than me and you going into the corporate world and wanting a job, right? If you and I want a particular job, we are going to dress the part for the interview. We're going to say the right things in the interview. We're going to make ourselves seem presentable because it's a competition to get that particular job. But let's say you were one of the, I don't know, give it a percentage, top 5% in the world to be able to do something, your skill set is needed for that. And so you're more of a contractor, more of a freelancer in that regard, right? Mm -hmm. And you can call your shots as much as they can call their shots because you're basically an independent contractor. Right. That's what he is, bro. And he wants to be himself. 
and have that job. He doesn't want to be what they want to be. I'm pretty sure like he said, knows how he could get the job. Like I said earlier, <laughs> everybody else in the league can be who they feel. Like Baker Mayfield can go out here and run a fucking muck. Exactly. Yeah. Johnny Manziel was out here fucking up every other week, and it was cool. Mm-hmm. But Cap can't come do the same thing because he believes in something that they don't fuck with. And where I fault Shannon Sharp is, he backed the man instead of backing the message. My only thing with the way Colin handled that, he could have been like, look, y'all see what I did out here. Now make your judgment. I mean, he technically did say that. <laughs> but even if you say, even if you say that, it's saying it as if you're asking for something. The only way to say fuck y'all without saying fuck y'all is to just come out and just say what he said. Stop being scared. Don't run. Y'all ain't been giving me a job, and it ain't because I can't play. Peace. No, that's what I meant by you make your <laughs> judgment. Not like, oh, please say but see, that. I but, did see, well. make, but see, making your judgment leaves leaves politeness involved. Okay, maybe I don't not, really like maybe that's the wrong phrase. Maybe not making I was gonna, judgment. I was going to say because the like people. Like, basically, like, you can see what the fuck I'm capable of. Now what, tell me I ain't worthy to be in this league. What I've realized during. Mm hmm. This time of growth and and communication, right, mm -hmm. is the power of language and the usage of the right words. Like mm -hmm. you can say, like him using the wording that he used, mm -hmm. sent a message that I understand where you're coming from Russ where you're like yo he all the only thing he didn't say was mm -hmm. fuck you like that's yeah. the only thing he didn't say but mm -hmm. the wording was as powerful as his saying fuck you right that's exactly that's exactly or, what I'm saying or, pre or pretty much or pretty much for us cause we are an older generation that's pretty much me like yo NFL suck my dick Exactly. Pretty that's much. Exactly what it was. Pretty much. So that's exactly what it was. That's like in when, and I think that's why Stephen A's like he's doing like he's like antagonized. He's provoking them. He's poking like he's poking. Stephen A is from. He's from that older generation, right? And he's poking the bear. Now, a lot of people are getting on Stephen A. Right. They should though. But but here's the thing. Here's Stephen the thing. Ain't the only one though. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. But he's the only one hollering about it. Mm -hmm. See, that's the thing about Shannon that you can you can you can hear exactly what Shannon's saying, and there's just a disappointment there. He brought his personal feelings into it, and he explained himself. Right. Stephen A is saying it as a form of condemnation, and when you condemn somebody opposed to explaining why you're disappointed in him, it comes off the same way Kaepernick came off towards the NFL. So you calling grown men scared, you trying to offend them. You right. yelling at a grown man, you trying to offend them. Like Steven ain't like he's about to damn near burst into tears today. No, because because and I'm gonna explain why. Okay. Oh bitch ass. <laughs> Doing all that hollering now you no, cry. No, because I'm I'm gonna explain why. I've I've watched I've followed Stephen A since like early two thousands. Same here. Cole Beaton. No. Before like when he was covering Just Alan Iverson. <laughs> Just the report. When he was covering Alan Iverson, I was following him. 
So this is like well over almost 20 years of just following this man. This yep, man has and Stephen A. My this bad. man has been let go from ESPN multiple times. Yep. Multiple times. He's been let go. Yep. There was a there was a change in Stephen A. Because before Stephen A was who he was now, Stephen A was unapologetically black. He didn't give a fuck. Like he really truly did not care. Like he right. says it now, like I don't give a damn what y'all think. Yeah. Right. No, he's he does. He's measured. No, he does. No, no, no. He's saying he doesn't care what we think. She is saying he don't care what we think. He's going to do what he needs to do for this money. My bad. Go ahead. Right. Like, he's like, I don't care. I don't give a yeah. damn what y'all think because yeah. I'm in this position now. Yep. But he does, in a sense, care about the people because how he reacted today. When he, he got that care. text message from T.O., yep. that set him off. While on set, and he was like, I just got this message from T.O. And he yep. said what he said. He was like, I'm I'm going to address this when I get back. The minute he said that, I sat at home and I said, this motherfucker's about to go off. Yep. So there was a change in Stephen A. a couple years back. Mm-hmm. That change was during the Ray Rice incident. Mm-hmm. Because he made a statement on TV when everybody was condemning Ray Rice, and he sat there and said, "Why is nobody asking what she did? what she did to provoke <laughs> yeah. him to do this?" I remember. Yeah, I remember. And Michelle Beto, who ironically enough is fired from ESPN for saying "fuck the NFL." Yep. Well, look who else got fired from ESPN. No, 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 no. But I'm saying she said. I know what she yep, said. Because the reason why I'm saying it's ironic because Michelle Beto took offense to what Stephen A said. And Stephen A had to issue a bullshit ass apology because yep. the powers to be sat him down and said, you're not about to fuck up our darling because that was yep. their darling right there. Mm-hmm. That was their poster child. Mm-hmm. That was their like their their go to girl. You're not gonna yep. fuck her up. She's upset. Yep. Get your ass in line. You've already been removed from this company on multiple times. I don't think we won't do that shit again. You want to do it again? Because if it happens again, we probably ain't never gonna bring your ass back. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And ESPN is the number one. Sports Network. Even though mm-hmm. Michael Smith said it felt like he was in the Matrix, and Jamel and Jamel Hill left, and you know certain people left, but everybody—that's the pinnacle of being a sports writer or being a sports reporter. You want to get to ESPN. We got to make your name so that once you leave, you have a name. Right. But yeah, you're right. 100%. So Stephen A. Smith is like, okay, I'm, I'm in this position. And he probably did what most people in that position would probably do and be like, all right, I got to fit. Like, I got a family support. Like he was getting that Eric Reed and was like, yo, how can you sit here and talk all this shit? But you still work for the NFL. Well, 
how do we not know that he probably told he probably went to cap and was like yo they they want to give me this offer but i really like i'm not gonna go until you go how do we know cap's not like yo go but that's the thing eric reed went and has not changed. No, but I know. But what I'm saying is, is that how do we not know that Reed, Eric Reed, went to Cap and was like, yo, like kind of like, all right. Well, Cap never. That's the thing about the whole NFL boycott. Cap never said boycott the NFL. <laughs> yeah, he never. That's said what that. people get twisted. We just we just went that route. Like, oh, y'all ain't giving my man. Yeah. Out of here. And that's cool. But Cap never said, yo, don't even watch this sport. Because right. it was and never that's why about I said the it sport. was never an NFL thing for me. Exactly. Because what he was standing for had nothing to do with the league. I was just mad at them, and you already know my stance on the NFL, period. I know. <laughs> that's cool. That, that goes back to my man Vic. I understand. So but not only that, not mm-hmm. only that, I'm not faulting anybody that did boycott the I'm not either. I'm just saying at the end of the day, the whole when Stephen A brings up Eric Reed, with everything he brought up, everything you just named, like the bringing up of Eric Reed, the situation with Michelle Beadle, feeling like like the people were coming at him and it really affected him. All of that stuff is true, but you know how you can avoid all of that? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You don't have to say shit. But see, that's the you thing. Don't, like, you, but, but, but what he wants Kaepernick to do, he won't do himself. Is my point. If you want Kaepernick to shut the fuck up and just go play football, why don't you just shut up on the Ka- Kaepernick topic and you won't get called a fucking coon? But see, here's the thing. <laughs> but, he, but here's Yo, the Colin Kaepernick had a workout today. You know, I'm praying for the brother. Hope he gets the job. Hey, in other news, Lamar Jackson out here busting ass. Nobody <laughs> would say shit. I understand, and I hear you on that. I really do. This nigga is out here hollering <laughs> for five fucking segments straight about a nigga being pro-black. Are you fucking kidding me? What did Colin Kaepernick do? Did he steal? Did he fuck your bitch? Like, what the hell? <laughs> the only nigga that's supposed to be mad is Alden Smith, bro. That's the only nigga in America I know supposed wow, to be like, hey, you took my girl, B. <laughs> that's it, bro. Man, he bringing them old 49er wounds. God damn. I'm just saying, man. I'm just trying to keep it a buck, man. Like, <laughs> damn, man. This nigga out here crying. He up here put, brought out two different contracts, man. Like, you copping real, please, bro. These are the contracts. <laughs> well, well, hold on, hold on. Because I did speak to somebody because I went, I went on an Instagram rant, right? Wait, how the yeah. fuck did he get that to begin with? Because he's in bed with the NFL. He got Roger Goodell on speed. Down. Hold on, when you in that position, you can get you can get whatever you want. Like you got to remember, he was a journalist before anything. She, listen to what we saying though. <laughs> listen to what we saying. My man went and got the contracts for another black man he got the because waiver. he held his own workout and wore a Kunta Kente T-shirt and threw a football at a high school. That's why you went and got the contracts. You ain't gonna get the contracts when Kevin Durant called you a bitch. Nah, what you end up doing? Getting over it and holding the damn whole sport uh, uh, boardroom, Jay, and the first take segment with Kevin Durant. Yep. When you said T.O. texted you, you ain't say nothing, but I took up for T.O. You ain't say what the fuck T.O. said. <laughs> T.O. hit me up. I'm mad. All right, what he say? No, no nah, he nigga. did. No, he did read it. <laughs> What'd he say? He did read the text. He said, you are reacting off of emotion. You don't have all your facts straight. And this is why people are going at you 
the way they're going at you. I mean, oh, no. where's the lie? Yeah, what, 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 now, why are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> why are you so, mad, bro? But T.O.'s but the emotional one now, right? T.O.'s the one that can't keep his emotions in check. But this nigga just told you the truth, and you going to tell me what he told you. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. He's soft, bro. So he was just like, but you got to, I'm trying to shoot him bail. I, re- I really he's am. No, I really, right now. I really Ain't am. Ain't no bail, fam. I listen. Ain't no bail. I understand. He just tried to crucify Miles Garrett four days ago. He did. Like he never yeah, he, takes he, up he, for he, black people ever. He put Miles Garrett out the pasture, yo. But you got to understand the position. I won't say you got to understand the position, but when you, when he, when you get to his, I never want to get to his position. Like I never you know want to why? get to that point where you got to compromise yourself. Yes. You know why? You know what that's called? Malcolm X told you, sell out. <laughs> now people take that shit to heart. They do. But you really shouldn't. If somebody paid your price, they paid your price, bro. This is what it is. At the end of the day, you got to live with yourself. That, that, that's it. That is the nail yourself. on the head. If you can do it, you good. But you guess what, Stephen? They can't live with themselves. It hurts. <laughs> you can't go back to Queens with that, man. It hurts. Nope. They ain't letting that nigga in Hollis. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch ass nigga. <laughs> All right, I think that's put a ball in it. Unless you got something else you want to add, T. I'm, I'm done. You done? I'm done. I'm sorry, man. You good? He <laughs> couldn't. I could no. Not him. Not Stephen. You know what? I should have gave a disclaimer at the start of this shit. I was like, yeah, this shit's gonna be long. I should have told people that. Amen. But shit, if you made it this long, I respect you. I appreciate hey, that. We appreciate that. Hey, bro, for sure. I'm just saying, man. And it's probably gonna be some more shit to take place in the next seven days. My only know. thing is. I'm not going to do the Stephen A what Stephen A tries to do to other black people. I'm not about to stop watching First Take. I'm not about to stop listening to him. I'm not about to lie and act like I don't agree with him when he says something smart. Because you know who I do that with? Jason Whitlock. Have they said anything about this? <laughs> A lot less than First Take. <laughs> Because, they, they, look, they already skating on thin ice from that shit a couple weeks ago. A couple a months li- ago. A, a, well, I mean, you know, the thing about that is when Marcella said what he said, he fucked up with the whole black car thing. That's what and he that's fucked That's why they ain't said shit over there. They quiet. That's why, that's why he fucked up. But at the same time, I just say this. Regardless of what your stance is, this is more of an in-house discussion than it is a public discussion. And we always and, have public discussions for a reason. And we, and, and, and we being on a podcast, having this discussion, it's just us bringing light to what we think. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to support all these brothers and their venues. Right. In, in the way that they do their things. I'm not trying to tear anybody down, but I got to call you if you call you on that, if you're doing that. You know what I'm saying? Since That's all calling people, I like to call Arthur Blank to the fucking stage because... <laughs> why, why the fuck weren't the Atlanta Falcons there? We're in the city of Atlanta. Riverdale ain't that far from Flowery Branch. We could have been right on over there. Because I think Arthur Blank knew that the Kaepernick thing was fake. See, I think a lot of people knew that shit was fake, man. 
when the 49ers went there, I knew it was some bullshit. <laughs> Just for real. Okay. I knew it was some bullshit because I knew for a fact that it was optics for us. If you've noticed, the 49ers have always supported him and Eric Reed. True. They, they never they never said, you know, y'all got to get the hell on. We're going to suspend y'all. Stop kneeling or else. None of that shit, right? <clears throat> And at the end of the day, I think they really wanted to just show support. But I knew it was an inauthentic viewing, right? Because if you know Colin Kaepernick, he was criticized for throwing the ball too hard all the damn time. He ain't about to come to no workout and not be able to throw. He had a fucking cannon. He still had a fucking cannon. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't going to be surprising to me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't expect him to go to this workout and do bad. That's why, I thought, that's why I thought the workout from, from his perspective, the one that he set up, was basically to tell the NFL, fuck you. That was it. He, look, speaking of the workout, he was throwing <clears> that <throat> bitch, boy. He was like, that shit fly. Yes, sir. And every look, me and my homeboy, he's a 49ers fan too, man. Mm-hmm. He, he was up there talking about that shit in the car. He was like, yo, did you see that nigga Castle Boy replace Jimmy G? He was like, that's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> like that boy was throwing that. Damn, joke. Jimmy like, G get y'all to die the way y'all still don't fuck with him? That's bad. Nah, boy. nah, I fought, I, fought, I fought with Jimmy G. You know what I'm saying? But if Cap I, I came do. in there right now, you're like, all right, Jimmy, it's been, it's been fun. <laughs> Now, I won't say that. What I will say this is a lot of people try to criticize Colin Kaepernick for his demise and what he was becoming. Um, Under Harbaugh's last season, he went eight and eight. Chip Kelly was a shit show for everybody. And I said that team was shit around him. It was pure. It was pure shit. So benching him for Blaine Gabbert, him not winning, it was never gonna work anyway. That wasn't indicative of Colin Kaepernick. That was just indicative of the fall of the Harbaugh era. So I don't hold that against him from a talent standpoint. Like everybody can have like bad seasons and good seasons or ebbs and flows to their career, and I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt as long as their physical talent looks like it's still there. I just think, you know, this whole Kaepernick situation is just messy, you know what I mean, from a lot of different angles. But Oh, don't worry. There's going to be some more shit to happen in the next seven days, and I can't wait to see it. The man don't even talk. Like, how can Stephen A. be mad when when Colin Kaepernick doesn't talk? That's probably like, the problem, though. Like, sometimes I feel he should have said it, something. Is it, though? At some point. But I don't really think you have to say anything. Other than what he's saying, right? He's saying, I gotta, I know my rights, Cam. Mm-hmm. I'm standing up for the injustices of black people everywhere across the nation, and I wanna educate them. I would like to play in the NFL as myself because I love football. And that's it. Ain't too much more to talk about. I mean, I in my opinion, I really think he's really like, hit all the points that he needed to, now that I think about it. I, in my opinion, you don't really need to say much unless you just want him to be messy. He's not the messy one. Nessa's the messy one. Nessa's the one that comes out and says some shit every now and again. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> but, she don't need to be saying nothing. She just fall back over. Right. Because he ain't saying nothing, bro. He ain't, like, coming at nobody. You know? All right, I changed my stance. You convinced me. <laughs> but, you know... It's, it's love to everybody, though, man. All of them, everybody. Yeah, I still, I don't, I don't fuck with first take, but you know, I still fuck with Stephen A. and Max. Well, I fuck with first take because Max just be so damn on point. It, 
You know why I don't fuck with first take? Because Stephen A is always goddamn yelling. Like, there's only so much I can take yelling. Always I don't care what he's talking yelling. about, but he's always yelling. Always yelling, and he's yelling with, like, the intent to, like, I don't know, belittle people. Like, you know what I mean? You don't necessarily need to yell to get your point across. Definitely not. That's evident when you watch Skip and Shannon. I don't like That's first it. take because I can't stand Molly. Yeah, get her to fuck off TV, please. Oh man, y'all hate Molly, man. She gets to my goddamn nerves. No, bro. see, this is this is why I can't stand Molly. She always interrupts at the wrong yes. fucking time. Like, yes. You know, sometimes you gotta let shit breathe. No, 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 because I hate to compare the two, but they're literally the it's the same damn thing. Undisputed first take. Right. When you they listen are. when you listen to like when Jenny or even when like Joy was there, mm-hmm. she just it was to move the conversation along. Yeah, she just would chime in when needed to, mm-hmm. ask the question, and let them two go at it. Mm-hmm. Molly feels like she's a person now, mm-hmm. and she and she's a part of the debate. So she's trying to jump in, and then when she's trying to cut them off, even when she's trying to cut them off, you can see how annoyed they get when she starts to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's times where Stephen A has this look on his face where he it looks like he wants to say, shut the fuck up. I get it, but you know where that comes from? <clears throat> I remember Molly Karen being on, like, college football live at 3.30 when she was, like, 25 years old. She might have been even... She might have been younger than that. She might have been, like, 23, 24. She might have been, like, 10... 11 years ago on ESPN and she knew her shit about football. Mm-hmm. Then she knows about the UFC and then she goes to the NFL network and you know that she knows her shit about professional football and it's got to be frustrating as fuck to watch two dudes argue about a sport that that is not their you know number what? one sport. They don't even follow that shit now that I think about right. it. And right. so now think about it from this standpoint. I come in here before the podcast even fucking takes off and I say, hey, it's the preseason. 49ers defense looking real. Anybody watching the games, you'll be able to see that. It takes these motherfuckers seven weeks to see that. I come in week we, four. What, hey, no, that was both of us week four. Like, yo, matter of fact, week yeah, three, yeah, week no, no, four, no, no, we no. was like, yo. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Lamar's killing. Yo, Lamar's doing it at two positions, bro. He's thrown for 1,650 yards, and Tom Brady's thrown for less than that, and he's rushed for 600 yards. This dude should be the MVP. I know they're saying Russell Wilson's the MVP, but nah, he should be the MVP. Or Pat Mahomes or, or Pat Mahomes. Or Tom It or took Aaron. these bitches to last, this week, not even last week, last, last night. Had to before these motherfuckers came out and said, oh my God. Nah, Lamar he didn't jump up there. Nah, he's the favorite. This shit happened. Has to be annoying to sit between two people that don't know what the fuck they talking about. <laughs> yeah, Stephen A. Basketball, he got it. Max Boxing, he got it. Max Analytics and Stats, he got it. You know what I'm saying? Stephen A. Nuances of basketball and what's going on behind the scenes and relationships, he's got it. Football, they're not as good as her. They don't know it as well as her. But she can be annoying though. Like outside of that, she can be annoying. Respect, sometimes. respect to being annoying. But gotta you gotta realize she's annoying because she's annoyed. True. <laughs> True. Okay, now that you put it like that, that makes sense. I understand now because 
They definitely don't come from the football background. No, no, no. But see, I understand where he's. I understand that position because you'll listen to something. I will. We've been there. I will listen to people talk about podcasting. Mm hmm. And I'm like, the fuck? Yep. <laughs> We've been there. I get it. I get it. That's what it, that's what it is so for her. So many topics. That's oh. what it is for her. Because how many times, if every, next time you peep it, I know you might not watch it all the time, but next time you peep it, mm-hmm. when she interrupts, just tell me if she says some bullshit or if she says some shit that they ain't said yet. That makes sense in the conversation. You know what? Now that I think about it, I'm thinking back on the conversation with Michael Eric Dyson and the rest of them. Mm-hmm. She asked the question, nobody answered it, and she was like, Yo, "Thank you, answer my fucking question." So I, yep. I get what you're saying now. Okay, she's yep. not so annoying. I take that back. <laughs> it's because she has a high voice. Is that it? Maybe, yep. maybe it's pitchy. Maybe it's, it's pitchy. unbearable. It's pitchy. It's a pitchy voice. It's unbearable. It's like, like everybody's the chilling, and then somebody's like, "Well, what are you?" Oh shit! Hold up now. <laughs> yeah, it's un- it's unbearable. Like watching Philip Rivers play football. Indeed. <laughs> He is definitely trash. I watched but that another, game last uh, night. Trans- Go ahead. My fault. My fault. I told you so, podcast. How long ago on the podcast, how many episodes ago was it that we were saying he ain't shit? What was that? Episode three? Bro, now all of a sudden, media is like, Oh, my time to move on from River Rivers. It's like, yo, we've been saying this. Thank you. We broke, Thank you. What, what episode was the Matt Ryan liar? We broke it down then. Yep. That was like yep. episode seven. Yep. It might not be episode seven. If y'all go back in the archives, please tell us what episode that is. We don't remember, but we said that shit then. Man. Crazy. But go ahead, bro. My fault. I'm just I'm, I'm watching the game last night. I'm like, okay. They got a chance to go down, tie it up. I was like, I got a feeling he's gonna fuck this up. Mm-hmm. And right on cue, pick to end the game. Yeah. He gonna lay there on his stomach like he's distraught. Like, dog, this is what you do. Yeah, it's all This is what you've done. Like, when we first started this podcast and you was shitting all over Philip Rivers, I thought you was crazy. But then I really, like, honed in on it and thought about it. I was like, yo, he's really garbage. Like, at least for Eli, I can say Eli got two rings and he, when he had to make a run, he made a run. That's it. That didn't happen with Phil. Yeah. And I, now that I'm thinking about it, Phil might have fucked up LT's ending career. He could have got a ring with that team. Had there been another quarterback in his position, they might have been on the run to get a ring. How do you not, go 14 not, and not another, Not another quarterback. Drew Brees. Yeah. That's who we had. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> See? See? It's, it not all goes back to the Miami Dolphins. It goes back to them, too. Yep. 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 And they, it, it goes back to the Chargers and the Dolphins. Had the Chargers been like, okay, we're going to ride with him. Keep yep. him. Mm-hmm. Miami would have never had the chance to deny him. He would have never went to New Orleans, which means New Orleans would have never got a ring. God yep. damn it, San Diego. Yep. <laughs> that's real. It that is. Shit's super real. It is, because that's 14 and 2 squad. That 06 squad was mas- nasty. You know how, you you know, people get criticized for not being able to do their job a lot. But you know how dumb you got to be if you're the Chargers to draft the guy that has the most passing yards in NFL history 
and trade them? And do you know how dumb you have to be as a medical staff to say that this dude's arm doesn't work and he's passed for the most yards in NFL history? And this is early in his career. So he's like, what, five yeah, no, years no, yeah. yeah. This is, this is back when Drew Brees was at, on the level of Kirk Cousins. Right. Like, is he? Is like, we he? don't know yet. Yep. He came yep. out for Purdue. We don't really know. Yep. He could be. He's on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiots. Boy. That's like the Atlanta Falcons trading fucking Brett Fire. Yeah. yeah. Same shit. You know what's so sad about that? A lot of people don't even know that shit. Dog. That's how, that's how much he played for the Packers. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest mistakes we ever made. And I wasn't a even person. a fan when they made this move. I was still yeah. a Bills fan at this point. Yeah. And everybody makes mistakes, but it just is tenfold. You can't make an egregious mistake like that, though. My God. Exactly. Exactly. When that person turns into an all time great. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yo, and going back to the Chargers. Mm hmm. Didn't they draft Eli? Originally, mm-hmm. but he, he said, didn't want to go. I refuse to play. Mm. That should have told you something there. No, what's even crazy? The Chargers also could have drafted Mike Vick, but they took LT. Not saying it's a mistake. Hey, I ain't mad at that. Just, <laughs> For personal reasons. Just, just saying. Just saying. You could have had one of the most legendary QBs of all time, too. Hey, well, yeah. and LT LT's a legend. Don't get me wrong, but LT's not a legend like um like Vic. I cannot put it. Well, because yeah, Michael Vick's a legend in a different way, not because of the dogfight thing, but just because of his style of play and who he was and what he meant to the community. But it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Like their statuses are different. Right. LT's definitely a Hall of Famer. LT was a dog, but the personality, the charisma, all that wasn't necessarily there. But then again, it's the positions too. You can't really right, right. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, true. it's a running back. Oh my god, Very he changed true. the game. Like even as great as AP is, he's still just a running back. Yeah. Very true. That's a damn good point. As great as Barry Sanders was, he's still just a running back. He's not a yeah. a Steve yeah. Young. Yep. Right. He's not a, a Dan Marino. Yeah. He's he's like he's just, because he's the best of the running backs. He's mentioned in that regard, like talent wise, best of right. the running backs. Not necessarily, but you know, yeah, you're right. So, San Diego, it's time for y'all to move on. We said that about five, seven episodes ago. Yeah, like we're gonna change his name to the Prediction Guys Podcast because we predict a lot of yeah. shit around here. Man, we getting it off early. That's that's the whole name of the game, man. Because what was that week? Episode three, episode two, I might have said the Browns wasn't going to be shit. Oh, man, it was earlier than that, bro. Episode, Yeah, episode two. We had an it inter- might have been, it might have been one or two, but I said it. It was two. It was two. It was two. I said it when the hype was like fever, bitch. Yeah, I was like, nah, was like, nah, this, nah, this ain't it. I've seen this yeah, before. You had, you had it. I was dead wrong on that one. You had it. I saw this in Philadelphia. Dream team. I remember that team. Yeah. Same setup. Yeah. Same result. Yeah, bro. Definitely. Definitely the case. But you know what? Yeah. I can't even. I can't even. At this point, looking at the season, I can't be mad at Baker because it's not on Baker. It's on Freddie Kitchens. It's on coaching. Definitely. Yeah, of course, of course. It's on coaching. Of course. So there's that. What else is there to tackle? Because that cap shit took about an hour. 
damn near. Man, it took more than that, but I mean, it was very important that we got that off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Hope that don't deter y'all from listening, because we, we're a lot more than just, you know, cap. Yeah, man. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> but, um, nah, I would say, uh, I would say, man, we could probably just... Before we move on to Cap I forgot to move off of Cap I want to send a fuck you to ESPN For that whole Dunce Cap banner thing They put up there when they was running that story That was some bullshit Dunce Cap, Cap Space I'm like man are y'all really trying that hard man Yeah like they made their, their feelings known Without saying it, it was real subtle <laughs> Yep but we already knew that Cause they had so many black men Trying to toe that line for them Yep but alright that's it We can move on from there <clears throat> All right, so we can do this, man. Normally, you know, I'm down with talking about teams as uh, as they uh, as we talk about the picks. But what I do want to recap mm-hmm. is the matchup of Lamar Jackson versus Deshaun Watson. Now, I understand that they don't play against each other on the same time on the field, mm-hmm. but what a crazy display from Lamar, man! Like he is really getting off and showing the world that, like, yo, this shit I was doing at Louisville. That's just that was just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, it won't no joke, baby. I'm coming full steam ahead. Like, he he really balled out, man. And you know what I don't like on the opposite end of that spectrum? They're they're starting to shit on Deshaun Watson a little bit. I'm like, look, Deshaun did what he could. The man, defense, Deshaun, the defense had him flustered because he was getting no protection. Not only is he not getting any protection, there has to be something said about Deshaun Watson keeping Bill O'Brien's job. Bill O'Brien is an inadequate head coach. He's been a bad play caller. Yeah, bro. And so it's like he's doing the best with what he has. Imagine if you gave Deshaun Watson a legitimate system that worked. He is just basically out there working with the talent that he has. Like, yo, DeAndre Hopkins, be DeAndre Hopkins. Ayo, Carlos Hyde, get some first downs. Will Fuller, when healthy, go deep. Like, it is no real system there. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yo, Bill O'Brien is the Houston Texans version of fucking Marvin Lewis. Yep. And that's ridiculous to say. But worse. Is he worse? He's worse. He's worse because Marvin Lewis had the ability to do this throughout all those seasons with many different players and many different quarterbacks. He was straight trash with the trash quarterbacks. It wasn't until he got Deshaun that he started winning like this, like being relevant again. True. Like True. he was he was on his way out. True. And, they, and, and, and to be honest with you, I don't even think they wanted Deshaun Watson. I think they just took him because he was the best option at that point in time because he was just falling. He slid, which was crazy. <clears throat> right. Because I wanted to take him with the 49ers, but, you know. Man, listen, he could have hook. He grew up a Falcons fan. You know I wanted that boy. Yeah. Sit right behind yeah. Matt. Got our yeah, building man. right there. But, nah. Yeah, but, man, what would y'all have done with Matt by now? Because it would have been time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd have been time. Sorry, man. I love you, but it's, it's time, bro. That shit would have been crazy. Deshaun to Julio. Deshaun to Calvin. Oh yes, that would be. Yeah, that would have been ugly, man. Yeah, but you know, I can only do that in uh, Madden because we didn't do that yeah. shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. And but you know, what we know. did do though. Got these two W's. <laughs> hey, God man, you damn got it! The right to gloat. You got the right to gloat, red. 
Listen, you got the right to gloat. We, looking at the remaining schedule, I know we got to the pick a little early. Well, not really, but we got here a little early, but still. Yeah. Looking at this schedule, the only team I'm really worried about is y'all. Man. Not worried about the Bucks. We beat the Saints in their house. I know they're going to come back yeah. angry, but... Yeah. Let Mike let Mike get his get his numbers and then shut down Kamara. It'll be the same story, and we're I mean, gonna be at home. I'll be honest with you, man. I kind of feel like a lot of people have to pay attention to how you all are winning, as opposed to the fact that you're winning games. We're winning, like y'all not out here just winning. Y'all out here busting ass, and so people who are coming in to play the Atlanta Falcons record are gonna be in for a rude awakening. Because you're playing a way better team than what that record states. And you're playing against skilled positions that if you don't buckle that chin strap, you're going to get burned. Like, Calvin really is on a mission right now. Yeah. Like, he is out here balling. <laughs> and four four receptions, 89 yards. What is it, 90, no, it was 94 yards for Julio. It's a quiet yeah. day. Right. Chilling. Chilling with 90-something yards. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, bro. And so so it's gonna be real when we play y'all. I'm not even taking y'all for joke. We're banged up too, so it's like we're gonna yeah. have to play. You know, Richard Sherman, that ain't no day for him. Nah. You know that either side ain't no good day for him. <laughs> now nah, I don't know who y'all second corner is, but he's gonna have to come we to got, work. Um, everybody gets hurt, man. But we got a killer Weatherspoon. We got Kwan Williams, and we got uh, Mosley, and all of them are capable capable corners, but everything works in tandem with our defense. We're not um we're not like position heavy. Like we're like unit strong. Right. It's like Bosa and them are bringing pressure. D four got hurt. He's out about four weeks. Ooh. So you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's one less pass rusher we got. You know so you what? know we I think we play y'all in four weeks now that I think about it. Yeah. So you better hope he's back that. before then. Yeah. I mean, I, definitely, but we still got Bosa, we got um, Buckner, Armstead, Solomon Thomas. We got players, man, but, you know, all that's going to play in tandem. Yeah. And uh, Same thing with us. Yeah. Same thing with us. Uh, oh, it's not it's not no easy game, but, shoot, if you want to get to them picks, we can get to them, man. I think we, I think we uh, exhausted the important stuff. <sighs> Okay, well, since we called Lamar for MVP months ago, yeah, there's no really no need to speak on that. That's done with. Yeah. So let's let's get to these picks then. I mean, I don't see anything else on the docket that really took place this weekend. Oh wait, wait, we got What's some, up? we got some bad hurricane news. Oh man, Mark Walton. Yeah. Bugging out. Today. Yeah, bro. Yeah, we don't condone this shit over here <clears throat> at all. Not at all. It's it's disgusting. For those that don't know, our former running backs, Mark Walton, former running back of the Miami Dolphins, was arrested today for assault and battery on was his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, his pregnant girlfriend is reported. That's what I read. Yeah. Horrible. So. Straight horrible, man. We don't condone that. Prayers over here. to her. Prayers, to, Prayers her. to her and the baby. Mark, get your shit together. Don't ever put your hands on a woman. Yeah, man. No matter you the need circumstance. A lot of help for that. Yeah. 
Nah, I don't. I don't even understand. Nah, never mind. Because there's no logic to it. No, you can't understand there stupid. There is so, none. Yeah. On, some, on a good note for hurricanes, actually a couple of good notes. Frank Gore moved closer on the list to uh, all-time leading rusher this past weekend. Frank the Tank, a legend. Yep, Gang Green. He is a legend. And I just got word today that the Hurricanes might be slated to play Alabama in the bowl game. Which means we have to talk about the other big news of the weekend. Jeez. Yeah. Damn, man. Thought I'd just throw that in there real quick. Yo, that's 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 dope if we do get to play Bama, though. That'd be a cool game to play in. But gosh, man. Yeah. First off, man, prayers up to Tua. I mean, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a Bama fan. I'm not, you know, anything like that. But you never want to see a, a player get that kind of injury, man. A broken hip for getting hit and having two people fall on you. That's just horrific, and it has to be heartbreaking for him considering his dream is probably playing in the NFL. And that's going to change dramatically depending on his recovery, if he can even play at the level he was playing at before. Yeah, and not to be a pessimist, but, I mean, he's had a prior injury. You know, he's been injury-laden before, and, um, you know, I just football is one of those sports. I'm not I'm not a fan of, you know, taking players that are injury prone. But football is definitely the sport where I um, I believe that, you know, if a player's injured, man, it, it might just be too risky. And the quarterback position is not a position that you can risk. Yeah, you so, can uh, lower region constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully he can, you know, come back to, you know, like the level of, Teddy Bridgewater, like when Teddy got hurt in the NFL, yeah. and he was able to come back. You know, I was I was a firm believer in like he deserves an opportunity, he deserves a shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Tua deserves a shot. But yeah, man, I was rooting for Tua. That was my that was my Heisman pick, man. Yeah, I mean the boy get busy, man. I don't know why I was rooting. I, I think I was rooting for Jalen Hurts because I just felt like he got done wrong. Yeah, yeah you know, right. I felt like he he was put in a position where he was in a system that wasn't conducive to quarterbacks. You know, Alabama doesn't put out any quarterbacks or hasn't in recent memory um, that that has succeeded in the NFL. And it shows with the grooming and in uh, their QBs, because if you look at Jalen Hurts on Alabama, and you look at him on Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley teaching him. It's just crazy. It's like night and day. It's like watching two different players. Bro. It definitely is. So and I was a little all, bit of bias towards Tua because he's left hand. <clears throat> Nah, I mean, Tua's legit, though. You know, don't get me wrong. He's definitely legit. So, and I mean, it, it's not like he didn't earn the job. I never blame Tua for the whole taking Jalen Hurts job thing. I just think that, you know, Nick Saban just didn't adequately prepare him. Yeah, man. Quick recovery to Tua. Yeah, definitely. Prayers up, man. They said his uh, hip surgery was successful. So, you know. Hair. At this point in time, you know, he hopefully won't have any complications and he can just rehab. But, man, if we play Bama in this bowl game and we beat them, oh, baby, you won't be able to tell me nothing. Hey, man, you and me both, I'm talking cash shit. Won't be able to tell me nothing. But, shit, even if we don't beat them, if we, like, go toe-to-toe and happen to lose, I'll be proud with that, too. I mean, yeah. But I'm I'm going to roll with this win. Oh, yeah, always, always. See if we can flex on them. See if we give them that Florida speed. 
Yeah, always. You know them big yeah. the boys is big and beefy down there in Bama. Pause. Yeah, hopefully they slow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. But let's let's get to these picks. Okay. So Thursday night football, the Indianapolis Colts are at the Houston Texans. Man, see. Jacoby Brissett is, is back. All this black on black crime got to stop. Listen, man. It was at, at one point we didn't even have an opportunity for this to happen, so I'm rolling. Yeah, of course I'm rolling. <clears throat> that was straight hyperbole there. <laughs> it's amazing how how many black QBs you got in the in the league, man, and how like it could be like a marquee matchup, but it's not even a big deal anymore. You know, they used to be such a conversation, like you know. Black QB or oh, Black Hill versus Warren Moon. <laughs> yeah, like it was a really big deal. You know what I mean? And so uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. It is. That's a beautiful thing. Um, with that said, man, it's uh, it's pretty evenly matched. Uh, evenly matched game, man. It's two people in the same division, so and they know each other very well. I, I believe. Yeah, they definitely, definitely. Because if nothing else, they're fighting for that division spot. Yeah. You know, so I mean that's one in itself, regardless of what happens. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I feel like. Point, go ahead. No, nah, I was saying at some point in time I got to pick Jacoby Brissett for something, mm-hmm. but this don't feel like the week, so I'm going with Deshaun Watson and the Texans. I feel like because the way they got beat down last week, mm-hmm. Deshaun's gonna go off. Yeah, for sure. Because the Colts don't have that type of defense that the Ravens have. They have a decent defense, but it's not to yeah. that level. Yeah. So Deshaun can get off yep. against them. And Jacoby Brissett still working his way back, you know, getting back up to game speed, so he might be a little rusty still. Yeah. So I'll say all that to say I'm going with the Texans as well. Yeah. I agree. So. Yep. All right. Broncos at Bills. Oh, man. The Bills have been surprising me lately, man. What game did the Bills set me up on? That was the Browns game, right? Was that the, was that the Browns game? The Browns beat them, right? Yeah, 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 because they yeah. just barely beat them. Yeah, they set me up. But I'm gonna, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to let you go ahead and take this one first. <clears throat> Broncos got, you know, a new QB. I don't really trust them. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how he's going to play, especially in this weather. I don't know how the weather's going to be up here coming this weekend. But mm-hmm. Josh Allen is built for the cold weather, and he hasn't really been fucking up lately. So yeah. I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm going to make yeah, the smart I feel, pick. I feel like the Bills are the better team. Um, the Broncos tried to beat the, the Minnesota Vikings, you know, last week. They didn't. They had them. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a good effort. But my faith in that team is just not there. And I feel like low-key, the Bills are on like a quiet mission. You know, they're moving in silence. And they're definitely trying to take that wild wild card spot because, unfortunately, they're just in a division that, you know, it's, yeah, it's, you're not it's rough. you past the Patriots. It's rough. Yeah, it's rough just trying to beat the Patriots in, in any fashion. And they played the Patriots very well. And they got another game against them soon. But I think uh, – <clears throat> I think the Bills are really, I think they're a really solid team. And I think, you know, in most circumstances, they're going to win if they're playing against weaker competition. So I'm going to go with them. Okay. This next one is a, a unfavorable game for the both of us. 
Okay. It's the Dolphins at the Browns. Given the yeah, way, I, I did know that. Yeah. Given the way that the Dolphins go last week, I don't have any faith in them. Yeah. But then again, the Dolphins did play me for two weeks in a row. I thought they was going to lose, but somehow they fucking won. They ain't played you. They played the world. Yeah, they did. <laughs> played the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> they played the world. Nobody knew. But then again, I don't know what Brown's team I'm getting, especially with this Miles Garrett incident going. Who's going to take over his spot, his production? Yeah. They have that. Yeah. I don't think the Dolphins are the team to make me, you know, concerned about not having Miles Garrett. I'm not saying that won't be an effect or he won't, that won't be a factor, but I think they could beat him without Miles Garrett. Yeah, and, I think, it's a, and it's a Florida hmm? team playing on the river, on the lake in November. Yeah. Um, I'm going with the Browns. Yeah. Same here. Going with the Browns. Mm-hmm. All right, you already know who I'm going with in this one: the Bucks at the Falcons. Yeah, man. The way these defense has been playing, I'm going with my boys. Mm-hmm. Even even with Austin Hooper, we still putting up points. Okay. So. Real. Nah, y'all real. Y'all y'all been playing playing your division tight. You know what I mean. So when I say y'all real, I mean I think I think y'all figured it out. Maybe too little, too late. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a test, in my opinion, and this isn't as easy as it is for me because you know, or it, it's, it is for you because well, you're an outsider. That's your squad, man. yeah. Um, but the numbers that Jameis, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin have been putting up have been going relatively unnoticed. You know, talked about. They are they are two of the top five or top six wide receivers in the NFL in yardage. Mike Evans and Godwin, and Jameis is top five in yardage. You know, in the air, we don't even hear their names like that. So, being that they're coming to y'all and they playing in that dome, mm-hmm. you know, they have the ability to air that ball out. What I will do. Y'all ain't the record that y'all have. Like y'all, that's not the type of team that I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. And the teams that you've beaten, and the way that you've beaten them, is super solid. I just know that Bruce Arians is gonna come and air that ball out. So I will put it like this: I think it'll be a shootout. I think it'll be a high-scoring game from both. Mm-hmm. But I think y'all will be able to pull this off. So I'm gonna go with the Falcons. I just wanted to get all that out because it ain't like. It ain't a simple game in my mind. Well, I want to make a counter argument. Due to, you know, I, I know they put up a lot of yards, but how often are they scoring? I mean, that just depends, you know what I'm saying? But yardage will lead to scoring, like depending upon where the deficiencies are. So it's a tale of two two teams, right? It's, are y'all going to come out as the Atlanta Falcons from the beginning of the season, or are you going to come out as the Atlanta Falcons on this win streak? I'm inclined to believe that y'all going to come out as the team on this win streak, so that's why I picked y'all. But if y'all come out like the team that's, you know, that was playing earlier, that ain't no team you want to see, you know what I'm saying, to be bullshitting with. No, the only reason I ask is because when we played the Saints, I think Mike Thomas had what 150 something yards 
No yeah, but terms. see, but see, he's no, he's not a home run hitter. No, he's, he's not. Like a glorified he, 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 should, tight end. he should be a school. He should. If you put up those kind of numbers, you should be able to find your way in the end zone. But also depends on the game plan, right? Drew Brees is older, and we haven't spoken about this very often, but there's a decline in all of the quarterbacks that we know and love, right? Like, we talk about these names and just give them passes, like Brady, Brees, Rodgers, Rivers for some. You know what I'm saying? But the truth of the matter is they're not the ones with the cannons. They're not the ones airing that thing out like that no more. You know what I mean? It's it's the 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 young guns that's actually airing the ball out, and so Jameis is slinging the rock downfield. That's why they got yards. Michael Thomas is getting those balls because he also has thirteen fucking catches. You know what I'm saying? It's like if he had six catches on 152 yards, that probably end up being two touchdowns. You know, so okay. It's just a, it's just a difference in 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 how they play and philosophy. So, um, you know, Bruce Arians always likes to sling the rock. So I expect him to come out and try to throw the ball against y'all. So he's gonna test y'all corners and your pass rushes gonna be tested. We'll see. We'll see. Later. But James gonna get. But James gonna get y'all that ball. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, yeah, he gonna yeah, get yeah. to. He gonna get to you, so I got y'all. Okay, I respect it. All right, moving on. Mm-hmm. It's another shit bag game. All right. The Giants at the Bears. Sorry, Bears fans. The quarterback position is holding y'all back, and I know this, but it's a shit game. So, what do you want me to do? It really is, bro. Damn. Because Saquon is mm. not going to be able to run on that defense, for one. Mm. Mm. That is ugly. But the Bears aren't going to be able to score because their quarterback play is atrocious. That boy's doo doo. So, it's a, it's a tale of two teams. Like, what's going to win out? The Giants don't have a great defense, so you can do something. That was my thought. They've been bummed most of the season. At least at some point in time, the Bears tried to fool me. So, Can you say the Bears tried to fool you, or just that Mitchell Trubisky put them in positions to lose constantly? No, nah, because at the beginning of the season, they were trying to win games. And I didn't feel like it was real, but I had to believe it was real. You know? Until it started to really unfold. Yeah, but then that goes back to if you're if you're doing everything you can on defense to keep y'all in the game, and the quarterback is just constantly putting y'all in bad positions, at some point you're gonna be you're gonna grow tired of that. Like, all right, we're doing everything we can do. It's like the oh, Seattle defense situation. Gets a, defense gets a pass, but I mean that don't mean that that team ain't still do to because right. they own the team. You're right. You know, right. I, just, I just compare that to the Seattle situation before LOB broke up. Yeah. Not saying Russell is Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not saying at all. But that's mm-hmm. how the defense felt at the time. Well, I also believe that the GM just did a poor job of constructing that team when he had the ability to construct a juggernaut. But, I mean, that's, the, that's on them. And fuck Seattle. <laughs> I know. I know what it is. I know it's fucks yeah. Because I mean you think about it, if you get Russell Wilson with the third as a third round pick in the draft and then he loses and then like he loses in the playoffs to RG three and up, right? Mm-hmm. You immediately are supposed to come back and load up offensively for that guy. He goes to the Super Bowl, y'all win. You're immediately supposed to load up offensively for that guy. You go to the Super Bowl and you lose. You're still supposed to load up on offense for that guy, and you don't do it. 
this is a poor GM, man. True. You can't tell me that Golden Tate, Doug Baldwin, and even when they got Percy Harvin, they got Percy Harvin. Knowing he had for a cup of coffee. Yeah, but they knew he had the migraine issue by that time. They did not go out there and and diligently pursue getting him some weapons when he was cheap and didn't cost them much. Because he was cheap. He was. It's like Dak right now. Dak is cheap. And they had no weapons outside of Amari Cooper and Zeke. Yep. We'll, we'll get to that. We're back to this uh, Giants-Bears game. Oh, Bears. <sighs> I got to go with the Bears because I don't see anything on the Giants end, but uh, it's a reluctant pick. Bears. I'll say that it's a reluctant pick. Yeah. All right. Lions at Washington. No Matt Stafford and Dwayne Haskins is starting. So take your pick with that one. Man, Redskins straight doo-doo, dog. <laughs> Are the Lions much better, though? Man, Redskins straight doo I can't do it. <laughs> I can't, I can't. They got a chance, <laughs> but man, bruh, mm-mm. who they play last week? The Jets. Yeah, they look like a ball. by the Jets. Yo, they look like some pure shit. Hell, not a Lions, bro. <laughs> That's bad, man. Driscoll, whoever they put in, man, I don't care. Me, it don't matter, man. <laughs> they done, dog. You said me. <laughs> man, they done, dog. <laughs> they just done. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what's going on in that organization. Oh, I know what's going on. <laughs> a whole lot of nothing? <laughs> man, they fucked up. They doodoo, man. They doodoo and they cursed. It is over. Yeah, I was about to say, it's Carver. They ain't changed that name. That's why they constantly fucked up. <laughs> man, man, man watch the presidents, man. Just come out. Be somebody, man. This this Redskins shit ain't working. It's not. It's That's atrocious. why I used to call them the Redskins. I will call man. them Washington from here on out. They, you I call understand. whatever you want to call. They do. You can't call them a good team. You can't call them that. that that's what you can't call them. Y'all feel Except so bad for AP, man. No, I don't. AP over there wasting the way, man. Oh, well, man. I want Frank Gore to keep them numbers higher than AP. Fuck that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga should have been retired. <laughs> I mean, we can say the same about Frank, though. Frank should have been nope. gone. Uh-uh. Frank is my Frank, guy. Frank's still producing. <laughs> so Frank's going down though. I'm seeing it firsthand. He's going down. Hey, he might be. He should be slowing down. Still producing. Right. You're adding to those numbers. All right. Panthers at the Saints. <clears throat> After what I saw last week from the Panthers, I have no faith in them. They better call Cam Newton like yesterday because. Kyle Allen is not the choice. This is not the answer. That would have been a nice, a nice topic of conversation, but we can, we can put a pin in that when they talk about it next week for sure. Because I'm sure that's going to be the, but that's very true. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Saints too, but I agree 100 percent for all that bashing they did to Cam. And we don't need him and all that shit. Go ahead, trade him. Go, go ahead, ahead, let him go. Go ahead, trade him. Give Kyle Allen the keys. You see where it's yep. going. Y'all five yep. and five. Five and six. Yep. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, yeah, Saints. Yeah, I'm picking the Saints reluctantly because I hate them niggas. Fuck everything black and gold. Damn. Yeah, it'd be like that. That's crazy. So, uh, 
Can somebody say some cold shit? You be like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So, uh, Raiders at Jets. Oh boy, the Raiders, man. Shit. Listen, man. The Ra- I don't trust the Raiders, man. But I'm picking them. But I don't trust them. I fought with the Raiders, man. I think they, I, you know, <clears throat> I got a soft spot for the Raiders right now, man, because, you know, of course, one of my bros, he a Raiders fan. A couple of my brothers are Raiders fans, for real, but, uh, nah, on some real shit, I just feel like I saw them at Hard Knocks. Uh, they were... You could tell John Gruden has started to change the culture. Mm-hmm. I feel like that whole Antonio Brown situation just got them done wrong, man. And they've been fighting, man. They've really been fighting. You know, it's making hard a, to do. Making the Raiders sound like a Rocky story. It's crazy. I mean, shit. They they don't they're the one Rocky team of the NFL. If I can honestly say, like. Everybody else that's pretty successful right now, mm-hmm. they had somebody that I thought was like extremely talented. And while Josh Jacobs is, is definitely a talented, talented back, and of course Derek Carr can can throw the ball, it's not like they have the overwhelming talented player that you expect to, you know, win you some games. Oh, that like guy's when in they Chicago. Yeah, so it's like when you're going up against Pat Mahomes, you seem like an underdog. You know, when you're going up against certain people, you seem like an underdog. And for them to be hanging in there and really trying to push this situation to get in a wild card spot, I think they can do it. And this, these are the type of teams they have to beat to do that. True. <clears throat> that that now that you mentioned a wild card in the AFC, it makes me really sad that the Falcons aren't in the AFC because I swear we'd be in the fucking driver's seat to make the playoffs. Have you oh, seen yeah. the wild card situation over there? It is yeah. ugly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. These teams were losing records on their way to the playoffs. And that and that's the reason why I feel like the Raiders will win this game. I feel like they're in a situation where they can go ahead and 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 control their destiny as much as possible by beating teams that aren't that good. Crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. It's real, man. It is. All right, those Seahawks are going up to Philadelphia. <clears throat> Man. This one is a toss-up for me. Is it? Nah, now that I think about it, no, it ain't. It ain't. Because Carson Wentz ain't that dude. Nope. I keep letting the media fool me to think he is that dude, but every week that I watch him, he constantly shows me he's not that guy. Don't let him do it. But they do it to me every week. Nope. Every week they give me Carson Wentz. That boy ain't good. Let the Eagles get healthy. They're going to make a run. Mm-hmm. Lies. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Last week was clearly a lie. Yep. Clearly. The only thing I give, uh, give him, shoot him some bail on is that boy Nelson Aguilar can't catch shit. Man, right now he can't catch an STD, bro. <laughs> man, he can't, man. He can fuck all the hoes he want. He ain't going to catch nothing. I'm like, yo. And that's, that's what pisses me off. Like you get paid to catch passes, dude. Catch the ball, bro. You know the worst part about that drop? It wasn't the fact that he dropped it. It was the fact that he couldn't even find a way to put his body in position to adequately catch the ball. Or at least give himself a chance to catch the ball. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. But some of these passes hit him dead in the hands, like, bruh. Or the face. <laughs> It's like when they played us week two. 
that pass is right in his hands. Like it was right in his mm. bread basket. And he yep. dropped it. <clears throat> like, bro, yep. how how long are you gonna have a job dropping passes like this? He won't. He won't. And once you get cut, you can't be mad because you got cut because you had multiple opportunities to catch passes. Yep. But as long as he has speed, they'll believe in you. It's the Ted Ginn effect. Ted Ginn can catch a little bit. He can catch a little bit. Nelson Nelson Aguilar can catch a little bit. I ain't <clears> seen him is, catch since week three. The problem is, is he's gotten in his own head. Yeah, that's true. And so now it's just going to take a, a complete restructuring of his mind. You know, but he's, I mean, you let a ball hit you in the face, you can't say you didn't see it coming. You know what I mean? So it, it's a problem, bro. Like, it's a problem. I say all that. Say all that to say I'm picking the Seahawks just for that reason. <laughs> Shit, I was gonna pick them anyway. I know they better than them. <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna be able to hold DK Metcalf. <laughs> yeah. DK is a funny guy, man. He needs more seasoning. Once he gets some more time under his belt, he's gonna be a decent receiver. He might yeah. even be a beast. He need, he needs Russell Wilson to help him though. Yeah, yeah, he does. He ain't got it yet. But he a rookie, so I mean. He got time to grow. Behind yeah. yeah, you're right. <clears throat> All right, this next one is is Steelers at the Bengals. I don't even give a shit about this game, to be honest. I do, man. But I'm picking the Steelers. I only care because, man, can Mike Tomlin ever catch a break? Can he just, can he just coach football without any drama? No. Anything surrounding the man? No. No, I, I just I just want the man to be able to go out there, coach some football, and it just be what it is. You know what I'm saying? But it's always something trying to go against them. Um, I'm gonna roll with the Steelers because the Bengals are just booty. You know, like Cincinnati. Cincinnati as a city don't deserve that, man. Like, goddamn. Yeah, they don't deserve that shit. They don't. Neither did this Washington. I know Washington's a shitty place for some people, but they don't deserve that shit either, man. I don't think anybody with a professional franchise deserves that kind of product. Because in most situations, outside of the big markets, man, these fan bases are just super-duper loyal. Like, they just want you to put a decent product on the field. They're not asking you to win a whole Super Bowl. They're just asking you to be, like, competitive. And some of these teams just do such a horrible job at being competitive. You know what I mean? Like, just bad. Yeah. yeah, man. All right, Jaguars yeah. and the Titans. Did I say the Steelers? Steelers. Yeah, I knew he was right. going for the Steelers anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't really too much question about that one. Yeah. Jaguars and the Titans. Hard game for me. Me, me too. Because... <laughs> The Jags got a little bit of momentum. Yeah. But I don't know where their their morale is at this point. Yeah. Like they were riding with Minshew, then he got benched for Nick. And so now it's like Nick to the rescue, but it's a little too late to rescue. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. And then it's like, as much as you never want to like fuck with the Titans for real, because something about the Titans, they're just one of those teams, man, that's just like odd. I think it might have been like after Steve McNair left, they really never had that star power or they never really felt relatable like as a squad. I'll take that back. They had Chris Johnson. That was pretty much it, though. Yeah, but I mean, 
I think the Chris Johnson thing is running backs are kind of like a different beast, a different animal. That's kind of like what you were saying earlier when we were talking about, like, you know, the greats. And we were talking about Barry Sanders in comparison to, like, Marino. And we were talking about the LT Vic thing. Mm -hmm. It's like you can like a running back and know that the team is doo-doo and the running back himself is relevant, but the team isn't. Like a lot of years in Minnesota, AP was dope. But everybody was like, they ain't beating nobody. You know, everybody knew Chris Johnson was fast, but it was like, Titans, all right, cool. I think that's where the quarterback position and having a relatable franchise QB can help you. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. It just seems like for the longest time they just got some weird stuff going on. But Tannehill seems like he's been finding a way to help them. So, Mm That's what makes it kind of difficult. I'm going to go with Nick Foles because this is just his time of year. But I have no real, like, faith in it. Anything can happen, but that's my pick. Well, the last time I went with the Jags, they burned me, so I'm going with the Jags. Yeah. I tried to believe in Tannehill and the Titans. I thought they could do something, but no. I just never believed in Tannehill. Well, I thought new situation, Mariota's not doing shit. I never thought he was good. I never thought he was good either, but, you know. Yeah, I feel you. When you're not good, you can at least show that, you you know, you can do, you can be a game manager. I feel you on that. But he can't be that at this point, which is unfortunate. Yeah, you're right. All right. Cowboys at the Patriots. Battle of America's teams. Really? Nah, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Cowboys at the Patriots, right? And you know how Belichick does. Shut down your star player and <laughs> the next guy better step it up. This game is supposed to be an easy game to pick because Dallas, Dallas clearly has the talent to go in there and beat uh, beat New England. But I, New England's not looking know, like man. New England this year. That's the thing, man. I mean, but Zeke got, ain't looking like Zeke either. He's not. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I'm, in my heart, I want to be like, yeah, man, all you got to do, go in there and run Zeke, blah, 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 blah. It just doesn't feel like that. Like, it this feels like weird, they're going to make this a hard game. It's a weird game to call. <laughs> yeah. But I tend and, to be. And really, another thing that makes it weird is that it's in Foxborough. I don't know if that makes it weird. It's just. It gives a little bit of advantage to the Patriots to me. I don't know if that makes it weird, though. But the only reason why I say it's weird, of course, they shouldn't have all these games in, in Foxborough when they're playing good teams. But the, the biggest thing that makes it weird is Dallas isn't the team that I look at as like a decent road team. So all things point to them losing this game. Like the Patriots are 9-1. They're playing decent defense. Zeke's not all that great. And Dallas isn't like, you know, super dope on the road. But something about it says, but Dallas has more talent. Yeah, but the more talent the teams don't always win. Trust me. Nah, nah, nah. I found that out personally in 2016. I'm going to use some regular ass shit to pick this game. <laughs> Patriots 9 and 1. So I'm taking the Patriots. <laughs> Listen, I have Patriots at home are hard to beat. <clears throat> Cause you gotta play them and the refs, so yeah, that nah, that's real. Just for that alone, they get denied for me. Yeah, that's real. Speaking of Patriots, the Gronkowski make an announcement this weekend. This week, nah, I know he performed the halftime show at the Lakers game. 
I missed that, and I'm glad I did. <laughs> he was dancing with a carpool karaoke cuz. All right, moving right along. <laughs> moving right the fuck along. I know you got a vested interest in this next one. It's the Packers Word. at the 49ers. Sunday Word. night football. Sunday, Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, you know. I know who you going with, but mm-hmm. for me, this is tough. Okay, yeah, let me know why. Why is it tough? Because, you know, the Packers aren't a great, great defense, but they're a lot better than what they have been in recent years. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers is cooking. So when Aaron okay. Rodgers is cooking and the defense halfway shows up, they got a shot. Okay. And with your defense being, you know, a little banged up right now, I don't is Kittle coming back anytime soon? Uh we've been we've been holding Kittle out on purpose. He's been wanting to play, but we haven't been letting him play. Okay, so, so he's, he's a healthy scratch at the moment. Well, he's questionable now. Last week, he was doubtful all week until he was out. So, we'll see. We'll see. Well, my my point is, you're you're down a few weapons. Aaron Rodgers is hot. I don't know if you'll be able to get the same pressure on him with one of your main guys being out. Yeah. So, that lends to it. And then Jimmy G, when he gets pressure, he's a little little rusty, a little shaky. Yeah. And if the package can provide a little bit of you know, pressure to him. He can fold. Okay. So I mean, I, feel, I can understand that logically. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go opposite of what my head is telling me to do. I'm gonna pick the Packers. All right. Well, ain't none of that shit gonna happen. But you never know, man. Any given Sunday, like the last episode. This, we had. this, this is the problem with Green Bay. Okay. Green Bay has. Um, one weapon and his name is Devontae Adams and he was suffering with turf toe and more than likely he's probably at about 85 90% wait wait hold uh, on hold on Don't, sorry to cut you off but let's not forget about Aaron Jones he's been killing out here lately oh that's cool but <laughs> oh, nah that's cool that's confidence nah, right there I like it nah nah that's not gonna happen um and I say that because one or two things is gonna happen mhm you got to pick what you want to pick. Are you going to try to run this ball with Aaron Jones on us in our front four? Or are you going to try to protect Aaron Rodgers? You know what I'm saying? Not, they can't. They're not capable of doing that. When they play like defenses, like they can get some pressure and can stop the run, they really suffer, you know. Now, granted, they beat the Vikings at the beginning when the Vikings were struggling, but they also let the Vikings come all the way back. Uh, the Bears, the Bears, you know what I'm saying? They beat the Bears, but the Bears don't have an offense. What we do have that, that these other teams didn't have is a consistent running game, and their defense isn't built to stop our running game. Now, our receivers aren't haven't been catching, but surprisingly, man, Jimmy G has been playing some decent ball. He's turned the ball over, but he's throwing for a lot of touchdowns. <clears throat> so I'm going to give him his props in that regard and say that because I don't think Green Bay's defense is real. I don't think it's whack. I just don't think it's real. And they got to come all the way to California and play us Sunday night. I just don't see it. Okay. I don't see it. I mean, but think about it. Their quarterback is a California kid, so it's not like it's a big adjustment for him. I mean, that's cool, but he throwing the who? You think we're going to let Valdez Scantling get off on us? I've seen crazier things, bro. Lazarus. Man, we 9-1. and one. 
And the only one we got is the Russell Wilson beating us in overtime. Listen, y'all Denver Denver became nine and two, eight and two. That's a division game. They know us. True. Green Bay don't know us, and we own Green Bay. (laughs) True. True. They don't know us. I can't deny facts. They don't know us. Unless we looking ahead to the Ravens or somebody. Nah. Now that's a different type of game. Green Bay, nah, I'm good. Okay. So you going with the boys. We got that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We gonna we gonna get done. All right, last game of the week. Monday night football. Ravens at the Rams. Lamar Jackson for MVP. I yeah, should tell you what I'm going for right there. There's only one problem. Aaron Donald? Yeah, man. Lamar's got to be really, really careful, man. Of? That's a big guy, man. That he can get away from. <laughs> nah, not necessarily. I mean, Aaron Donald is fast, but that boy LJ is that. a different beast, man. I seen this man grab people by the bicep and stop them dead in their tracks. That's true. He slammed Nick Chubb. Lamar Jackson is nowhere near as big as Nick Chubb. <laughs> he full, full, full stopped him in his tracks. A grown man from running stopped his progress, picked him up, and slammed him. What I'm saying is, yes, the Ravens are a better team. Without a doubt, I think they're a better team. But their defense is going to have to be prepared for Todd Gurley because they've been saving Todd Gurley, and they're kind of trying to unleash him in spurts. And Lamar just has to be be careful not to get hurt because that's, that's the thing. Some of these people you playing on the football field, they can't hurt you. Aaron Donald's a guy that can hurt you. Just ask Drew Brees. He didn't hit Drew Brees. Just hit his thumb. Thumb died. <laughs> you got to be careful, man. That's all I'm saying. Just be careful. His thumb died. Man, thumb died, man. Hey, get a new thumb, man. I mean, I ain't gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the regression of some of these quarterbacks next week. Yeah. Yeah. But outside of Aaron Donald, what else is it that the Rams can do to beat this team? Yeah, they're unleashing Gurley in spurts. But unleashing him in spurts leads to rust. And he does have a bad knee. I mean, he definitely has a bad knee, man. I'm just saying this matchup, just from a matchup standpoint, it's, it's not an easy matchup. I, I understand that a lot of people, not us, but a lot of people are just getting on the Ravens train. And when people do that, it, it tends to lend them to say, oh, yeah, they're the hottest thing smoking. The Rams been reeling. But when you look at it from a matchup standpoint, you, you're one dimensional. And when you're a one dimensional team and you're going against a good defense, a good defense can prepare for you better than anybody else can and when you have a superstar at that d tackle position one thing we know about aaron donald is he's gonna soak up two offensive linemen and that ain't the way you gotta run right so if their defense can scheme it properly because they're only checking the people that are running and some tight ends and they got good linebackers like dante fowler it can be it, it can be one of those games bro it could be one of those games that they ain't see coming it could, but I just I look at that Rams offense. I'm like, you take Gurley out of the equation. Who is You're it? right. It's Cooper You're Cup. Right. Damn sure ain't producing. You're right. And Marcus Peters probably got a hell of a vendetta, and he probably has a lot of intel on what the Rams like to do. I so, I mean, that's definitely going to help the Ravens. Oh, and don't forget Earl Thomas, who came from that same division. Yeah, yeah. But I only have one concern. Mm-hmm. Don't get hurt, Lamar. 
Yeah. Run away from Aaron Donald. Get down. He's not to be touched. He is not to be touched. Don't touch him. Chop block Aaron Donald if you got to. Don't injure him, but chop block him. Man, you gotta do something, man. He killed Drew Brees' thumb. With one gentle smack to the hand. He's been killing quarterbacks for years. Man, he is a beast, bro. That dude, that dude is unreal. Like, I haven't seen a DT this nasty in years. Yeah, you gotta thank the Lord he don't play on some team with like some stacked linebackers or some shit like that. Like it would just be nuts. Listen, bro. Yeah, it'd be nuts. I dream of him and Grady Jarrett on the same line. <laughs> well, y'all can y'all can think about getting my my division. <laughs> yeah, you you would greatly appreciate that. Right, man, get him out of there, bro. He's one of those people like how uh, I thought of Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor. Like, yo, one day one of them dudes going to come play for us. I think Aaron Donald will do the same thing. Like, when they all sit and done and they're done with him, he'll probably end up in San Fran. No, you just want him over there. I respect it, though. <laughs> I'd want him in his prime. I don't necessarily want old him, but Listen, respect, though. Aaron Donald is a country boy. He can come right on to Georgia. Yeah, cuz cuz be playing them. He real. He's yeah, real, but yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with the Ravens though. But okay, okay, you gotta be careful. Be careful. Yeah. We need you to get this MVP. Yeah, cause we ain't had a black quarterback be MVP since. Who? Oh, uh, what? There you go. Damn, I skipped right over Cam. I mean, that's cause you hating. Nah, not even. <laughs> I'm joking, bro. <laughs> not even. <laughs> I forgot all about Cam. But it's been so much Cam shit outside of his MVP. It's just like you just happen to look at that shit over. But are you trying to have a disrespect to Cam Newton segment though? Next week. <laughs> I mean, I could. All right. With this injury, I see how valuable he is to the Panthers, so I can't disrespect him there. Now, but that's the thing, man. They, that's that's what happens. I'm saying that the, there is a disrespect of Cam Newton that has gone on because of his style of play. Yeah, but let's 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 table that. Yeah, for sure. I'm with it. That could lead to a whole other array of things. Yep. And I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some more shit this week. Yeah. I think this one's a record outside of. Uh, the round table discussion last time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we in there. I mean, but shit, man, it's a lot of ground shack ground shaking ground shattering shit going on. I hear you, man. It, it is. Had to be spoken on. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any more words to say. I appreciate you, brother. Same here. I appreciate everybody that listens. Follow yep. us the page. You can find us on Instagram at Gridiron Guys Podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm all out of words, bro. That's it, man. I'm with you, bro. I think we, I think we covered it all. And what we didn't cover, we gave them enough to have to pause and listen to this maybe two or three different times. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I'm your boy Sean Pesos. I'm your boy Russ Digi. Till next week, y'all. Y'all be safe out here. Y'all be blessed. Peace.